Newman fanboys. I'm Brian. And I'm Fred. <laughs> we're uh, we're uh, going to get back to uh, or continue our little series that we started with uh, talking about the uh, G.I. Joes and Transformers and doing the, the second waves and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a neat little series. That we're I like it. I, 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 I called it, I titled the last episode Catch the Wave. Volume one or part one, so I guess we'll call this one "Catch the Wave" part two. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited about this. Really kind of interested. I'm kind of glad that uh, you know the the GI Joe classifieds came out and they uh, kind of got me reinterested in action figures a little bit, and, and and then going back and looking at some of the old stuff we had and stuff like that was really was really neat process on that last episode. Yeah, and for for a guy that's been trapped at home for six months, I have nothing better to do than to just reminisce right. about <laughs> about things I used to enjoy. What are you up to on uh, GI Joe classified uh, figures? Let's see. By the way, I've got four. Uh, five, six. I guess just eight. Damn. Just eight. That's already more than, that's probably double what I have. Because <laughs> well, I've got okay, I've got Duke Snake Eyes, uh, the Cobra Island, yeah. uh, Roadblock, uh, Gung. Oh no, yeah, Gung Ho, the Red Ninja, and then well, to, and then yesterday was it yesterday or today when I sent you that message? I got the the Pimp Daddy Destro or the whatever I think, they I call think it. Was, <laughs> I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I think I just posted it today, but yeah, I think I sent it to you yesterday. Well, uh, whatever the what is he called? Did you buy? There he is. Profit no. director. <laughs> Profit director, nice, nice way to to put in the pimp daddy there without saying pimp daddy, but using yeah. the same initials. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he did he distro. <laughs> So yeah, because but you have some duplicates. Did you get the? Because you have the uh, you had the uh, first release Snake Eyes, the special edition one, limited edition, whatever they call it. But did you get the single pack one too? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't find him. Okay, I think I think he may still be available on Big Bad Toy Store, but uh, I don't know. I think I'm I'm cool with this one until they release. Because I, I thought I heard like next year, like Wave Four or Wave Five is going to be a, a movie right. line or a mixed-in movie line. Um, I don't know if they said Snake Eyes or Storm Shadow. There was going to be a movie version of either both of them or, uh, or at least I one would, of them. I would imagine they'll do both. So I may hold off on that. But uh, yeah, no. So I have Snake Eyes. No. I have Scarlet. I have the regular mm-hmm. Roadblock. Uh, and I don't have Duke yet because I've bypassed on him to get Snake Eyes and Scarlet. Uh, and then, uh, mm-hmm. I've got, um, the Red Ninja, Roadblock, or not, excuse me, not Roadblock, uh, Gung Ho, and, uh, Cobra Commander. And then I have mm-hmm. the, uh, the Storm Shadow. But I don't have any of the Target. Yes, which you... Yeah, I just got Storm Shadow. And he's pretty, he's pretty cool. I really like him. Yeah. Um, 
but he he's he's called Arctic Mission Storm yeah, Shadow. So I'm assuming we'll get another like more Cobra esque Storm Shadow here soon or mm-hmm. here before too long. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one I want. So he can lead yep. the ninjas. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I haven't gotten any of the uh, any of the target ones because it's just it's too hard to go to get to target. And I I go I go periodically with my job to San Antonio, but uh, I was able mm-hmm. to hit a couple of targets, and I found like all the movie Deadpool figures that I wanted, like the Deadpool and uh, uh, mm-hmm. Negasonic Teenage Warhead two pack. I really wanted to pick that up, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't have any GI Joes mm-hmm. there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's been my luck. The road, the roadblock that I have was on the shelf for like eleven weeks yeah. by himself. Like he was the last one, and I just I finally well, had to pick know, him up. And I was like, he deserves I better wasn't than really this. Going to get like duplicate figures, but when I looked closer at that one, he's different enough that I may just change him into another. Joe, you know, because he's got a fuller beard, he's got the mm-hmm. beanie hat on, and he looks different enough that he could be yeah. a different character. Um, and then uh, I did yeah. pre-order the the Cobra Commander SDCC exclusive one or whatever. Uh, I really like the way that one looks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have Destro too. Yeah, I don't remember which. Because I forgot about that. I have the regular Destro also. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do. Which I, I think I have that on pre-order. He may be the next one that's coming. And then I have that whatever that crazy Cobra Commander with the cloth yeah, cape and stuff on pre-order. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because we both got him on right, Hasbro yeah. Pulse, right? Yeah. Since they have that awesome feature of order now, pay later. <laughs> Like let 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 future Fred and Brian handle that part. <laughs> so yeah, so I yeah, I guess I I mean really, I'm only out of what's been currently released. I'm only missing uh, the Target stuff, which that's four figures: the the Duke and the Pimp Daddy Destro. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm yeah. not even going to try to chase the, cool. the Cobra Commander in the light blue. Like he's not different enough for me to chase him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you pre-ordered the um, <clears throat> the other the infantry Cobra Trooper and the Zartan? Or is it Zartan? I need to, but I did it on I did it on Big Bad. Yeah, Big Bad Toy Store art has them. I mean, you're going to pay another like yeah, two bucks what more. Yeah, telling me, and I'm like, but, yeah, I may have to do that. But no. I've been pretty fortunate to find it on the store. I think, you know, but, yeah, you're lucky. I haven't found but, it. Uh, yeah, because everything I have other than the Storm Shadow, I've found in store. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty I good. Mean, that's 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 almost two complete waves I've found in the store. So I'd like to find yeah. another Red Ninja, but I'm not going to be greedy. So. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Well, I think I by I think the the infantry Cobra Trooper that I got on Big Bad Toy Story, which isn't the the right. Cobra Island 
Cobra Trooper. I think it's it's almost like a lighter blue, and it doesn't have that arm yeah, band, the, that removable arm band, or the goggles. Too, so, yeah, they're different. Uh, yeah, I, I think it doesn't have as many. Also, I think he only Cobra has like officer and Cobra Trooper from the original stuff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I think when I was placing my my pre order on Big Bad Toy Store, I think I. Uh, because I, I meant to add another fig, just I wanted to add another one so I could have two, and I think ended up ordering three, and I was just like, eh, why not? Like, I'll, maybe I'll go ahead and start doing that that troop building everybody loves to do. Well, and then uh, you know, after they announced Zartan and that 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 infantry trooper, they did some more Target exclusives with Firefly and uh, uh, the Vi- the Cobra Viper. Hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Ah, Target. yeah. Uh, I wasn't too thrilled with the. Yeah, yeah, no. I have to just sleep there or get a part time job there to try to catch them. <laughs> Did we want to get into Joe's of yeah, yesteryear? No. Ones that we actually could find back when they were plentiful at the oh, stores? Well, you know, speaking of that, I did, I did find a retro one. Of uh, the new Walmart retro wave, yeah. I got, oh, did you? I found the storm shadow from that. Yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah, you did because you yeah, told me about so that. I was, I was pretty stoked about that. I mean, I saw a lot. They had several of the that first wave in the store, but the only one I really wanted was the storm shadow because it's one I've always missed in the previous mm-hmm. waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the card backs are pretty cool. They they're yeah. very reminiscent of the old stuff. Uh. You know, the same artwork and wording and things like that, and even it's interesting. The and I mean, it's been ages since I held an original GI Joe figure in package in my hand, so I don't don't truly remember. But it it does Mm -hmm. funny. It's the cardboard for this new one uh, feels like thinner and cheaper than the stuff they used to put them on on the original, and I was like. Wow, that's weird that I remember the feeling of it being different. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, where it's just like they didn't care about packaging and stuff back then. They're just like, make it with the thickest cardboard you can find. None of this environmentally right. friendly stuff. <laughs> Again, we'll, we'll let future little Fred and Brian deal with that one. Oh, man. In 2020. Yeah, so let's uh, let's look up. So what we did Ouch. in the past, or what we did in the last episode, is we went and looked at the 1982 series of GI Joes and everything that was released in 1982, which was their first wave. And so, and then we did the same thing with Transformers, but it was the 1984 Transformers because GI Joe preceded uh, Transformers by a couple of years. And so, uh, if this is the mm-hmm. first uh, time you're listening to us on this, what we're going to do is go through the second wave of both G.I. Joe and Transformers and just kind of go through the figures uh, together and talk a little bit about them, say which ones we had, and, you know, what was cool about them or, you know, things like that, and even maybe talk about the ones that we didn't have and just kind of, just kind of, kind of do a toy review, so to speak, wave by wave of them and uh, yeah. the goal is to kind of at least get through all the vintage stuff and each one yeah 
and you can follow along with us because uh, for the GI Joe, we're using yojo.com, which is a pretty probably the best comprehensive GI Joe catalog out there. Well, I, man, I think we talked about this in the first episode. Uh, is that it's it's one of the most comprehensive. Mm-hmm toy archives of anything out there in my opinion i mean they really have it well organized yeah. and things like that and it's again we oh, talked yeah. about this in the first episode i don't want to rehash too much of that but i really really enjoy yojo i wish <laughs> i wish other sites would would look to them and go hey let's just copy this <laughs> yeah let's just yeah some of the other sites we've had to use for other toy lines are not. Oh man, <laughs> not, I'm almost to the point where I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on eBay and buy the catalog inserts from the those toy lines and just use those. <laughs> now I have one that, and I don't know if I've told you about this one. It's um, it's it's a strictly three and three quarter, but it has like all the odd stuff. Like the the Buck Rogers figures and the the uh, uh, hmm. like the chips figures and everything, but it catalogs all those like odd ones, <laughs> you know, like the Lone Ranger ones. Uh, and I remember what it was mm-hmm. called. Oh yeah. Um, Kevin Lentz three and three quarter inch archive. That's what it's called. Uh, all right well when i i was about to say well when i listen back when i'm editing this i'll remember it but i just went ahead and yeah click on it and check it out later. i just went ahead and went to the site <laughs> and any of you guys out there listening you know, if you're in yeah. if you like the three and three quarter line stuff that one's a pretty neat one especially if it's you know there's a lot of stuff you may not have seen before in there i mean i it, it's even has uh some of the old uh, Flash Gordon stuff that was, um, mm-hmm. oh, it wasn't. They did, you know they didn't do figures for the movie. This is like this is like comic strip figures and everything. And mm-hmm. there's some neat stuff out there. It's amazing some of the stuff cool. that that was done, but. Uh, so uh, let's start off. We're gonna... Yeah, I'll post. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just gonna say I'll, I'll post a link to it also whenever I release the episode on our various social yeah, so medias. Check the link and the informations for that for that site if you're curious. So let's start off with uh, GI Joe. We're in 1983, uh, series two. Um, the hey. first one on here is old Airborne. Yeah, I will say I did not have him. <laughs> this is one I can't remember. Uh, again, I get a little bit confused because my cousin had a lot of stuff too, and we played at his house a lot. Um, so I don't remember if I had mm-hmm. him or if he had him, but I did. I did get to play with this figure quite a bit, and uh, you know, he was he's the airborne, the pair, mm-hmm. the first paratrooper figure, and everything, and uh, had the cool mm-hmm. little helmet that had the molded on visor or uh, goggles uh, and then had the I think his backpack was the yeah it was just kind of the regular assault backpack with the uh, bedroll yeah. and shovel on it and everything like that 
So, yeah. a neat figure. Yeah, I wouldn't want to jump out of a plane with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks cool. I like the coloring on it. And I see on the packaging, uh, the packaging, it does tout the new swivel arm battle grip, which was new for that year. Yep. Versus Series <laughs> 1. And, uh,. Yeah, he was also. Yeah, I'm not sure. His gun looks very, very cobra like. Yeah, he was also the first, um, uh, first Native American GI Joe. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked. I couldn't tell if he was African American or Asian or yeah. what from the. Just from the and then the pa the packaging doesn't it makes him almost look like he's just a tan yeah. white guy. But <laughs> you know, you you got to read that file card, you know, and uh, you know, his last name yeah. is Tall Tree, and he's you know Navajo Reservation, Arizona. So you know, uh, but yeah, I always thought that was kind of oh, cool. Yeah, I always like that. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was done. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I like the color scheme yeah. on him. It looks like he's wearing a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have a lot. Oh, he was, what was his direct offer? Airborne as part of the original Adventure Team mail and said, I remember the Adventure Team. Oh, yeah. Ah. I didn't remember him being a part of that. That's, That's cool. cool. <laughs> All right. Well, who do we have next on our list if we're if we're done with Airborne there? I think it's uh, Destro. Destro? Yep. The old, uh, Another one I did not have. Now, this one I did have. I do remember having him. Um, that big old chrome dome and mm -hmm. his little skinny military pants or whatever you want to call them. Just yeah. the cool little little backpack that opened up. You could put his little laser gun in and uh, yeah, I like stuff like that. And then, you know, one of the things about this, the figure, and this is something I've kind of appreciated with the, uh, the classifieds is so Destro has molded like wrist rockets on his arms. I think he's used them in the cartoons before mm -hmm. or anything like that but it was always just a kind of a cool little mm -hmm. detail on the figure but they did the same they they put little nuanced mm -hmm. things like that on the classified figures too because like scarlet has the three ninja stars on one of her arms you know uh from the original mm -hmm. figure and stuff so, oh yeah but yeah destro's uh one of the that's cool i like the artwork yeah he was on yours. Yeah, I never had him. I like the packaging artwork, though. He looks like a 70s Marvel, Marvel villain. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he, though? <laughs> like, like somewhat, yeah, he looks like someone that's, like, chasing werewolf by night or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never had him. I always wish I, I always wanted, I yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a, one of the later waves where I eventually did get a Destro, but not this Destro. Uh, all right. Next up is uh, Doc. Uh, and this was—I can't remember. 
if I had him or not. So I'm going to say, I, no, I didn't have him. <laughs> the more I'm looking at his accessories, I was just like, I don't remember having that stretcher. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he, uh, this one I think is my, my cousins had this one. Uh, but I, I always thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And I guess I get, they call it a flare launcher here, but we always thought it was a bazooka. So it's like, it was weird that the, the doctor has a bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it shoots penicillin. There you go. <laughs> it, shoot, it shoots vitamin D. But the stretcher was a really cool, unique. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Uh, accessory that you could you could actually set up the a figure on there and two other figures. You know, you place their hands just right. They would they would hold it up. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. Like those, like the the ends of the stretcher have those clips on there. I was wondering if there's like something that it would attach to it. No, it was like on another. Because their hands, like were, the base or something, because their hands, you know, were molded in the all the same position and everything, that the the straight part mm-hmm. would fit right into their hands, and then the the curved part would clip around the back of their hand, and it just fit perfect. Oh, oh, okay, I see, I see. Oh, that's cool. All right, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, but no, I'm gonna say no. I did not have Doc. Yeah, wave two is not doing too good for my collection, <laughs> uh, except for this next guy. Oh, gung ho! Everybody's favorite jarhead. Oh, gung ho! Yeah, I think everybody had to have had him. Yeah, and plus I had an uncle that was in the Marines around, getting out of the Marines around that time. Yeah. So I really like this guy. Let's see. Oh, he had a grenade launcher. I thought he had like something else which i don't know i think all my weapons got mixed up anyway so yeah he had the, the grenade launcher and the, the one of the more unique backpacks uh for the figures at that time mm-hmm. uh it was a you know it was a new mold and everything it wasn't just a rehash thing but you know he had the big tattoo on his chest the marine ta- uh, uh logo i guess lack of a better term on that mm-hmm. um, which was really cool and just yeah. the, the hat and everything. He was just really, you know, cool figure, you know, with camouflage pants and just to wearing a vest. He was, he was, you immediately got the feeling he was the big tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely the muscle, the muscle of my Joe team. I saw that, uh, somebody was making like custom, uh, classified gung ho, uh, removable vest and backpack in that color. Yeah. Uh, to put on the classified guy, but I look, like I think he named it something else, like without flat out saying it's for a gung ho yeah. figure. It's just like for Butch Marine or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they they've got a uh, the the guys who do the which I like, which I think that's like that's, that they have to kind of name. Yeah, it's 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 funny. They you know the names they come up with things like that, yeah. so they don't they don't mess with any. Uh, uh, copywriting <laughs> yeah which i like i like that coloring i wish that that gung-ho would come with that type of uh outfit even though it doesn't seem to be very camouflage right 
Like it's still, he could probably still see it in the, unless he's like hiding in the Bahamas or something where it's <laughs> got lighter colors. Well, you know. Yeah, but definitely a yeah, gung ho, definitely. Well, and again, you know, going talking about the classifieds again, I think they did a really good job uh, homaging the original figure with the new classified. You know, the just the just some of the little details with the hat and. You know, and just kind of the look of the figure, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and everything. And then, then you know, upping the ante on there because the hat's removable and he's got like a little military mohawk mm-hmm. uh, going on that just yeah. is really cool looking. I just wish, yeah, yeah. I wish. They, I just wish that they would do. Yeah, you. We're probably going to say the same thing. I wish they would their weapons. Yeah, I was about to say color. <laughs> it's funny that because I think I don't have Duke, so I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. But like Duke's gun is like in multiple colors, right? It's mm-hmm. painted and everything like that. The, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's and then uh, it has a lot of detail. Astro's gun is painted, even hit uh, mm-hmm. details, and then you know uh, Storm Shadow's bow is painted. It's got in you know a black middle and then golden. Uh, on the tips of the bows and everything like that, but then they give him like a a pure white arrow. <laughs> you know, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, you know, I I mean, I don't know if that's to to keep the cost down on the figures or what, but it's just like eh, <laughs> if you're gonna paint some of them, why don't you paint all of them? Yeah, you know, <laughs> even yeah. Uh, even Stormshadow's sword. <laughs> Uh, it's got a white hilt, but the the blade itself is painted silver. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. So, yeah, I wish that they would do more more realistic guns. Because at first, when I saw that they were doing like those kind of weird laser guns, and I was like, okay, maybe it's you know because kids you know kids might buy these, even though I think most of the buyers are adults. But I'm just like, well, I mean, the Marvel Legends. Like whatever figures they have that have weapons, like the Winter Soldier and stuff like that, they have right. actual weapons based on real weapons. Well, like that. The original GI Joe figures that we're talking about. Yeah, have I, real don't, weapons. I don't. I don't understand why they they're doing that because that was one of the things that disappointed me about the single pack Snake Eyes versus the the Deluxe Edition one is that you got some realistic weapons with the Deluxe, mm-hmm. but the other one came out with these weird futuristic pistol and and little submachine gun it's like what and uh then (laughs) then i go and see you know the punisher uh the new punisher with the motorcycle and all these weapons he has that are all realistic and everything i'm like Mm -hmm. what (laughs) why can't we do this (laughs) (laughs) which i think may have to do with that the playstation 4 game yeah because since in the in the game they're shooting, you know, with la- with laser rifles, and th- those designs seem to be seem to coincide with this toy yeah, line design. Really so maybe that's why they didn't want kids playing yeah. that game. Which that that game came out uh, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, it yeah. for sale. You gonna uh, get it? I'm probably going to get it on Switch. Um, just mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. it looks like it might be fun. I think Braden would have a good yeah. time with it, and he plays the Switch more than he does other things. Yeah. Uh, that and the, I think this, the Switch game's a little mm-hmm. cheaper. It's like about ten dollars cheaper. So yeah, I probably will pick yeah. it up, but I also may wait till it gets goes even cheaper. 
real good about getting games <laughs> when they first come out because I know they're I know they're going to go down in price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. So, all right. So next up, all we right. got Major so we Blood. Who's next? Uh, Major Blood, the the leader yeah. of my cobras. Yeah. Yeah, before I started getting an actual Cobra Commander uh, or something like that, but he was my Cobra he's leader. One of my favorite figures. I love his aesthetic. I love the 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 body armor, the the eye patch, the robotic arm, mm -hmm. uh, the little dart rocket launcher, whatever you want to call it, gun, and everything. He was always just a really really cool figure to me. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. I think he was one of my one of my many uh, wounded <laughs> out of commission figures, though, at some point, I think is, uh, I, I don't remember. I think he may have, he may have had the thumb injury that was famous with GI Joe's, but I also think like his uh, gasket or rubber band busted. So he was, he got blown yeah. into fairly quickly. Well, and one of the things that I really liked about yeah. it, and I mentioned it earlier is his robotic arm. But the thing that was really neat about that is like mm -hmm. it didn't have a hinge joint at the elbow and it didn't twist. Mm -hmm. It didn't have oh, yeah. the, the, the swivel arm either. It was, it was just a ball jointed mm -hmm. hand that would hold the gun, which I thought was yeah. kind of interesting, you know, <laughs> uh, choice wise, but it really gave him a unique look and feel that made him stand out from a lot of other figures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that arm had like a weird texture uh, to it. <laughs> yeah, because it, yeah, it was felt like an actual, like a prosthetic arm that you know someone wounded would have had back in right. those days. Yeah, he was. He was always. Yeah, I almost wish because the the artwork on that packaging is. Just, I never noticed this, but yeah, he has all these dog tags around his uh, neck on the packaging. Does he, does the does figure actually, have that? Like some kind of molded. Uh, yeah, they're, really, I don't know that yeah, I ever noticed that. On. It's probably because that paint uh, rubbed off real quick. Ah, yeah. I just thought it was like some kind of logo or something. No, no. It was, he had all these dog tags, and I don't know if they ever. Oh wow, that's if they crazy. Ever had a story with it? If if they did, I don't know it. But why he had all the door dog tags and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially since GI, since they never killed right. anybody on the on the cartoon, so he must have just like what one in a poker game so. or, or something. But you know, they also don't explain why he has like this robot, you know, prosthetic arm either. So mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's one of the things that just had some cool character designs, but nobody knows the story behind them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even think his file card says anything real specific. It doesn't about that. Yeah, uh, I remember I didn't like his voice on the cartoon, like some weird, like oh yeah, whiny Australian mix. <laughs> That's the other thing I didn't like about him. <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> like primary specialty terrorist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> all right. Which so I think that's up. all Cobra's. Who's next here? Uh, Snow Job. Our first <laughs> a figure, two guys from Texas. Yeah. 
which I, I had him, and I was just like, what do I do with this guy? Yeah, don't know. Uh, he's, he's one of those <laughs> ones. He's one of the first ones that came out that had just some really unique accessories, you know, with the with the skis that would clip to the backpack and then the ski poles that would clip to the backpack. And then he had the first laser gun that was what they all had in the cartoon. Like it, this is what the cartoons laser gun looked like. Oh yeah. Remember that was like, everybody's looked like that in the cartoon. And Mm -hmm. this was the first like toy version of it, I guess, or what they modeled it off of or something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I like that design. Yeah, but I mean, you know, just a stark white figure yeah, with a big red like beard. A... Uh, <laughs> just, just a neat. Figure. Yeah, I definitely had him. Yeah, same here. Yeah, and I like because he also had like a backpack that actually was able to hold, was able to hold his accessories, which I always like that in a in a GI Joe figure. Right. Yeah, I had to have him. I had oh, little, yeah. It doesn't have a picture of the front. The, had this little snowmobile. He had to be the driver for that snowmobile, whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is, came out in this in this wave, too. We'll get to it here in a little bit. But. Yeah, once I get to the vehicles. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I had him, and then I had, like, whatever that 25th anniversary version of him was. Oh, that, yeah. Where it was like camouflage, that's no camouflage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I liked him. I mean, I don't know that I had a lot for him to do because no. because at this point in nineteen, what was it nineteen eighty three? I was still in South Texas. Okay. So I'm just like, what's he gonna do out here? Go to the beach. And do some beach skiing. You can go ski in the Gulf of Mexico, I guess. Yeah. Hook him up to a motorboat. Yeah, yeah, but I remember like because he's such a. Yeah, yeah. I put him on the water moccasin because that was the only boat I had. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then next we've got another very specific uh, trooper. We got Torpedo, their first Frogman. Yeah, uh, and then, not in my collection. Oh, he was in mine. I uh, man, if it if it was any kind of underwater type figure or something, I had it because I love the underwater stuff. Uh, the divers, yeah. thing like that, and he had the flippers and the little harpoon gun, and just that traditional black and no. gray wetsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't have had him because it looks like even if I wasn't into the the diver stuff, which, I mean, which I was because I did have other divers, but I mean, his look is enough where I could be like, yeah, he could be a ninja, right? <laughs> If I wanted him to be, you know, talk about the artwork on the the cards, man. It's just a really cool dynamic. He's mm. you know swimming down and got his harpoon gun ready to go, and just really, yeah. that's like that's one of those iconic images I remember very well. Is that that artwork on the card? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got to give it up to. I wish we knew the the name of the artist who did a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, the packaging artwork. Anyway, uh, let's see. Next, we got old. I don't even think it says anything like on the. I, you know, I think there's. Who's next? 
Yeah, I would have to do some research on that. I don't remember the artist's name or if they've ever been credited or anything like that. But next we got uh, old Tripwire, yeah. another specialty. This is old uh, Minesweeper. <laughs> uh, yeah. And again, a character with cool accessories. Uh, uh, this one, I don't know if I had him or if my cousins had him. I think my cousins had this one. But uh, he had mm-hmm. little, three little mines that would clip into the back of his backpack. Uh, and before they started doing the little uh, rubber hoses, uh, they would just mold the, the, mm-hmm. the cord or wire or whatever to the weapon or whatever. And it would just plug it to the back of the backpack or something. And that's what his little his little... They call yeah. it a minesweeper, but it looks like a metal detector. <laughs> like a metal detector, yeah. So, uh, and those little hoses were you could you could never get it in that little hole no. good enough. Yeah, like it would always pop out. Yeah, I didn't have him because I, I, knowing me, I'm probably just like he doesn't have a gun. <laughs> like, what good is he gonna do? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> he's he's another one that kind of had a neat aesthetic too. I, I liked his you know the green and the 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 padded armor, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that, but. Mm-hmm. He was kind of one of those, I don't want to say useless figures, but he, he was one of those ones that I was like, <laughs> what do I do with this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got a very specific yeah. job, and when that job is done, uh, he just hangs back at headquarters. Yeah, so I don't even, like, even the figure design doesn't really match too well with the yeah. artwork. Like he just seems like a like the artwork is awesome. The figure, I don't know. I mean, that one figure that they're using for the main one, the main image, looks yeah. pretty awesome. The way they have it posed, but yeah, all in all, yeah, I don't know that he would be on too many adventures if I ever had him. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's all the ones for the. Uh, uh, the single pack figures. Uh, we've got some vehicle drivers, but uh, we talk about the vehicles. We do that. So, wow. Yeah. A lot of vehicles. They want to do that. Did you have either one as the? Yeah. No kidding. Let me let me click on the vehicles over here. Oh, excuse me. Three and three quarter vehicles, nineteen eighty three. Yeah, it's weird. So obviously, you could tell I didn't have very many of the figures from this way, but I think I, I think I shine in the vehicle department. Yeah. The same here. Yeah. There's a few I didn't have. So but, what do we uh, got first here? You got the APC, which is, mm-hmm. I had this one. This was the all personnel carrier. I did not. This one was really cool. The top would come off of it. <laughs> uh, and you sit a bunch of figures in the back of it. And then the, the little front would come up. You put the little drivers in the driver's seat and everything. And it uh, it almost doubled, if I remember correctly, almost doubled as a carrying case because the uh, the handle on the, there was a handle on the back and uh, you could clip your figures in with the, uh, with like this little long seat belt. Thing. Mm, yeah. um, so it was, it was kind of, uh, I don't know if it was intended to be a carrying case, but it had that, that option. Yeah, I look on the back of the box. It looks there's one of the 
small photos on the corner actually shows a kid holding it. Yeah. As using that as a handle. But I mean, it would hold. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like it. I never. It would hold eighteen figures. So. Yeah. That actually, that actually looks cool. I never. I didn't have enough personnel to go in that figure in that vehicle. So. That was one I didn't have. But that, that's almost it's. It feels to me like that's almost one of the iconic uh, vehicles from that line. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, re- I remember uh, vividly. One I never had, but yeah. But it did not come with a vehicle driver. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, uh, you know, it just had kind of a cool cannon at the top that, you know, that's that's pretty much all it did. It didn't do much except carry figures. <laughs> no special gimmicks on this one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. It, was, it, was, it, it seems like one of the vehicles that's always in the Sears catalog. For GI Joe stuff, it's always one of the vehicles that they would use. Right. Well, I think uh, I think it mm-hmm. said on there that uh, they kept producing it all the way up through '85. Uh, so. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. So it makes sense. Stayed around for a while. Uh, all right. Next, we have <laughs> the Cobra Fang. Uh, my Cobra. favorite of the Cobra vehicles. Probably my one of my favorite yeah. ones. Yeah, See, I didn't have this one, but my cousin had it. I had it. So, I got to play with mm-hmm. it quite a bit. Yeah, I, <laughs> I loved it. I, it it looked awesome. I mean, I, I love helicopters and like a little personal helicopter. Even though it's a bad guy vehicle, I loved it. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember this thing, this thing was so light that... I, I would spin the propellers as fast as I could because I, I I was determined to see if I could get this thing to get off the ground, <laughs> and and like even my uncle would get in on it too. He's like, I bet we can do it. And he'd just like just like flick that the blades and see if we could get it fast enough. And we could never do it. And it, it would it would dance around. Yep. <laughs> uh, it would like move back and forth and you know, like kind of up and down. But it, it never got off the ground. But yeah, I, I love that vehicle. It's got a lot of cool detail. Uh, it's black. Uh, it has that cool like. Uh, ball joint gun at the front yeah. <laughs> it has a little pegs where you can stand you know two more figures on there which i actually got the uh that walmart exclusive the retro series one that they did which is has a little bit different does i mean it, it's the same basic design but i think it has like some different touches like the uh it actually has like an actual helicopter like joystick instead of that little toothpick that sticks out of it on this one <laughs> yeah i think they revamped that on one of the previous which that's probably a re-release because I, I, I yeah I yeah I it's probably a re-release of something a while back ago when they did i don't remember they did some kind mm-hmm. of re-release for it. it's 25th anniversary or something like that and i remember getting one yeah and probably they yeah. changed that up but yeah it was always really cool yeah, <laughs> that's funny when you think about like the this helicopter had to go up against the GI Joe yeah. <laughs> helicopter that we'll talk about later. But... Yeah. So next up we have <laughs> Cobra's like a signature vehicle, the Cobra His Tank, uh, and mm-hmm. another iconic and, vehicle. Okay, so I've had tons of His Tanks from later waves and stuff like that, but I never had an mm-hmm. original one. My cousin had one. Uh, we played with it a lot, but I never had an original mm-hmm. one. I've had several other ones, but 
this is not what I had, but he this one this one came with the driver, the Cobra Hiss driver. I think the, later on they uh, end up naming mm-hmm. him Rip It. Uh, but <laughs> at this point, he was just a Hiss driver, <laughs> you know. Uh, but this mm-hmm. man, this was a cool looking <laughs> tank. It has yeah. such a unique look to it. It looks like it's fast, you know, which is not something you think of as tanks. Yeah, you know, and it had the cool little cockpit with the, yeah with the dome on it, and then you know being able to sit in the back or the man the cannons and then i think it had two spots on the back of it to uh that would uh figures could stand on just like outside the tank mm-hmm. oh really oh okay on the back uh yeah i like how they give them because i i didn't have this vehicle um I don't know why, because I think I would have liked it. Yeah, but I like how they give him the name. He's the Hiss driver, because he's not the Hiss operator of the main oh. weapon, because it needs a separate person to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was always me. Uh, yeah, I had the, uh, <clears throat> whatever, that 25th anniversary one, like the, they did a red one, uh, and I forgot what the significance of that. I don't know if it was a, uh, Crimson Guard tank or something like that. Uh, I never opened it, and I just ended up selling it on eBay just because I was just like, uh, I've got so much junk. <laughs> well, not junk, but it's like I've got my toy collection is going oh, insane. Was, uh, the reason they did it red was the uh, the European version was red of this vehicle the, mm-hmm. the, for the. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see. Uh, the Brazil stuff. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not Brazil. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. Europe, the Action Force, whatever. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it was red. Oh yeah, I yeah. see it here. The yeah, it says re- European Red Hyena. Okay, well, that's cool. Now nah, I wish I had kept it. <laughs> didn't sell it. But yeah, that one, that was a fun. So I may uh, have to go on eBay and pay a really high price for. Their... <laughs> And so next up we have, and I have this one, and I love this one, the Dragonfly helicopter. Mm-hmm. Comes with old Wild yeah, Bill. Yeah, me too. The, the, the figure with the cowboy yeah, hat. Another favorite figure of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no weapon either, just the... Nope, no weapon. He had like six shooters on his, he had holsters on his... Legs, yeah. <laughs> But this this thing was cool because you talked about earlier how you would spin the other one. This one had a button on the side of the the deal that would make the rotor blades spin mm-hmm. around, and uh, then it had like a winch yeah. uh, with a little tow hook, uh, and then it was uh, you had a spot for the the pilot, and then you had a spot for the a guy back behind there, uh, a gunner or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. Man, this was a cool vehicle. Yeah. One of my favorite vehicles. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it's one of those where it was just like like in, in your in your mind's eye of your childhood, you're just like, That box was huge that this vehicle yeah. came in. And then when you open it and see that artwork, you're just like, Hey, it has that paratrooper guy has his co pilot on the on the artwork here. <laughs> Yeah, and of course it has the you know missiles that I immediately lost. I always thought it was cool that 
just from looking at it, uh, the even as a kid, I was just like, they, it looks like they based this helicopter off of the actual Cobra military helicopter. Yeah. Not the Apache, but the actual Cobra helicopter. Where it's, a, it's you know, it's really, it's real narrow. and has that gun underneath it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, let's take a, <laughs> let's mold this after a real helicopter that's called the Cobra. And give it to the Joes. I think it had like removable panels too, didn't it? For like where the engine is. Um, yeah, yeah, it did. And that was something that became a kind of a theme through some of their stuff that they would have removable panels so that you could pose your figures and make it look like they're working on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I wonder if I, oh, and I had that weird, I had that giant gun on the side. Yeah. Yeah, this may be my favorite. Well, I don't know. We got another vehicle coming up that <laughs> I'm going to reserve judgment on if it was my favorite or not. Uh, Before, I, but I love hel- I love helicopters, so this is this is definitely a favorite. Right. Uh, let's see. Next, we got uh, this is not one I had, but the Falcon Attack Glider. Mm-hmm. I had it. I never had any of these and, gliders, and I know they've done you know, several got, throughout the series. But mm-hmm. yeah, I had the Falcon. I didn't have the the Viper. Yeah, just just the that styrofoam stuff that was yeah. I think big in the in the eighties because I think it was there was other like flying toys that were made out of that styrofoam. Right. I remember the the little little side wings would always fall off because at some point like the styrofoam would just whatever holes or tabs would just wear out and you couldn't fit stuff in there quite as well. Uh, and it came with a uh, grunt. You got a grunt figure. Yeah, oh, okay. Right. That's why I had yeah. him then. <laughs> cause, Cause I remember last, yeah, the last episode I was just like, I don't remember having that grunt. Cause wasn't there like a tan yeah. version in the first wave? Uh, no, but, but I don't remember having not tan in the first wave. The tan thing. Well, there was the green one. Cause yeah, the tan was unique to this, to this at least initially i think they may have came out with a tan one later but single figure but okay because i thought wasn't there okay because i remember having this grunt figure and i guess not remembering that he came with the the falcon huh what's well, another cool piece of oh yeah and i love like this is another one of those really cool gi joe like blueprint instructions yeah. So, I, yeah, I remember the stickers didn't really stick yeah. well to it. How well did it actually like? If you threw it and glided, how well did that actually work? It did pretty well because you could do stunts with it, make it flip. I think we got it. St- my dad and I got it stuck on the barn <laughs> on the ranch once, and we had to wait for like the wind to knock it down. But yeah, it would actually. I mean, I could never get it to like. I was always scared to really do much with it just because I didn't want it to fly away because I was real protective of my right. toys. But yeah, I mean, it worked as, as well as like I would assume the commercials would, uh, would show it. Uh, yeah, like it had little things where you could adjust the uh, uh, like the wing or the tab on it and get it to just do like uh, loop-de-loops or barrel loops or whatever. Right. And then keeping the little plastic 
the little plastic thing that holds the figure in there was, I remember that being kind of hard. I think I had like a rubber band, if I remember correctly, mm. that you would clip around uh, to keep that little figure holder in place, but I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, I don't remember getting a lot of play out of it. It's not. It wasn't really like you know something like when you got all your GI Joes together. Like okay, he's coming in on this thing. It's more yeah. of a just like hey, I'm gonna go fly my styrofoam <laughs> thing outside, and I and I and I need I need that figure for weight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I remember having it. I'm sure it probably broke at some point, and you know, be, and while it was being stored, right. <laughs> I never touched it again. All right. Uh... So the next one, uh, we're going to kind of uh, talk about these because there's three of them. You want to, yeah, you want to talk about yeah. them together? <laughs> uh, so these are the pack rats, uh, and they had mm-hmm. uh, the flamethrower, a missile launcher one, and a machine gun one. And I lost my page. Hang on. Ooh. Let's see. I think. Oops. Um, I'm pretty sure I had at least one or two of these, and I think my cousin had the other ones. Uh, yeah. But uh, they were pretty neat. They were just little. <laughs> Kind of like just mini vehicles because the box wasn't very big that they came in, and it, the, you snapped them together mm-hmm. real quickly, yeah, and everything. And uh, they were just like, like little, almost like little robot. They're supposed to be kind of remote controlled. Yeah, you know, but they, they just yeah. That's how I treated them. I treated them like droids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of exactly what they were. And uh, they were really cool. I mean, I always really enjoyed them. Uh, they, you know, they had some little red detailing with the green and stuff like that. They had a really good look to them. But they were just, yeah, droids mm-hmm. is probably the best way to describe yeah. them. I know yeah, the, uh, I, had the, I had the flamethrower. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, with the flamethrower one, I always you take yeah. the legs and like flatten it out and make it fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was uh, mine went to became a machine gun, and when I played with it, I was like, "This isn't a flamethrower. This is going to be a machine gun." <laughs> I did that. You know, I see a, a tab on the back. I mean, what what did that tab do? Uh, I don't remember. On that one, or was that moved, what flattened the legs? So the little. It had like two little machine guns that would attach to that tab, and I think you could move it back and forth. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, and it had like a little remote. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's bringing back some memories. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sure I lost that right away. I had the—I didn't have the missile launcher, but I had the machine gun also, and the wheels—the the whole wheel section broke off. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would use it as a floating robot because if you look, if you look at it, the it looks like it has two legs and two arms, uh-huh. and then like a red dot on top that would that would be the eye, and I would just use it as a floating robot. 
because you could move the like the two the two guns that would be the arms. You could kind of move them up yeah. and down. Oh my gosh! Seeing that remote control brings back yeah, it has a joystick remote. That's crazy! I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I may have to get on eBay and see if I can find at least this one because that one brought me much joy when I could turn it into a floating robot. Yeah. <laughs> and again, the missile launcher kind of the same way, just. <laughs> was on little treads and they had wheels and they could move around. They were just, they were neat little cool vehicles. Yeah. Or, well, they're not really vehicles, like, oh, yeah. you know, but, uh, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. I guess drones. Yeah. <laughs> they're, I mean, since you, since they're controlled by remote, if we could just, yeah, they're just drones. Uh, so what do we got next here? Oh, we got something awesome. Oh yeah. We got the, the head, headquarters command center. Man, I had this. Mm-hmm. This thing was so cool Me at too. the time. <laughs> I, uh, I, I love that thing. Just putting it together and everything. Uh, so you had a, a two side sections and a middle section. And one of the side sections, uh, yeah. you could uh, you put your tank, uh, you put the tank in and it would, the, the cannon would poke out the hole so you could shoot. And then it had like an under bay area, like mm-hmm. garage thing. And then the other side had a little raising platform that you could put the vamp up and you raised it up so its gun could point over the wall and shoot. Mm-hmm. And then in the center section, yeah. this this is what was cool. So you had this jail sale uh, to hold your prisoners. Yeah. Uh, and then you had this... Uh, little command center with a little flip up screen and two little chairs uh with uh antenna and uh uh the radio uh uh, satellite dish uh and then you had a uh Mm -hmm. if i remember correctly uh then you had the front of the the uh base which had a little uh laser cannon that you could set a figure in in the vehicle and the I, oh, I forgot about that the jail cell had two like little molded beds in there with pillows and everything so you, your your prisoners could lay down yeah they were they were complete uh, uh yeah. terrible <laughs> uh, uh wardens uh, yeah they weren't they weren't violating like nato yeah. things uh the other really cool thing is it had like a storage bin in the back they had like two little trays where you could put like extra weapons mm-hmm. and stuff like that in. Uh, man, it was just, I remember yeah. having a lot of fun with this thing. Oh, it had a helipad too. Separate. Yeah. I forgot about that. The helipad, yeah. Yeah. And it had the uh, uh, clip on machine guns and security oh, cameras that you could yeah. put various places because it, it, had, it had like all the pieces had that lip that just went around the whole yep. thing. Oh, it had a flag too. And they had like the little little staircase. Oh yeah. Honestly, I think the only thing I have left from this is those little trays. Oh really? <laughs> the little weapons trays. Yeah. I don't know. Like I probably have big chunks of it. They're just a different place because I know I have the uh, uh, the little garage bay for the tank because I still have the like the file cards inside that little yeah. uh, clip-on thing. 
That'd be curious. I'm wondering. Oh yeah, and then the the wall of that area had it where you could put rifles. Yeah. Uh, had a little like a little, little tab there where you, where you could, could put yeah, rifles on there. I remember that now. Yeah. Uh, I remember the like in the, the cartoon, like the the GI Joe base. They actually had something that looked like that gun that's on the front. The the base pretty much looked mm-hmm. similar to this, just like really big on the cartoon. It kind of had that, that right. same design, had that big gun on the top. Yeah, I remember that. So, like, and of course the that little the the for on my GI Joe base, that gun turret also was a flying vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> to me, anyway, yeah. Yeah. since it was removable, I was just like, "Oh yeah, this." <laughs> yep, this comes off. I like how on the the computer screen where it has, yeah, it's a vehicle. It came with a vehicle. <laughs> I like on the computer screen where it has like the those Cobra troopers are shooting the tank, and it actually has a sound effect uh-huh. on the computer screen. I was like, "Oh, so you can see the sound effect on the computer." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, uh, this is something I really wish I really wish I still had in that condition. I think out of everything, this is probably something I wish I would still still had. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was a lot uh, of fun. So now we go from we go from this to. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. All right, so this is the jump thing, uh, which is the jetpack uh, blast off platform, which we talked about in the first wave of stuff but the difference between this one and that one is this one came mm-hmm. with a figure which i thought i remembered it coming with a figure <laughs> uh, it came with version mm-hmm. two okay so I, I, slam, which instead of red pad, oh, okay so pads. you were right yeah i don't think i had mm-hmm. this one ah. um because i i specifically uh-huh. remember one with red pads uh but uh, so I don't think I got. I, I, I'm sure I had the original one uh, before they packaged a figure with it. But, yeah, yeah, me this too. This is the this is the silver pack. Oh, wow. Grand Slam. So he came with the this jump pack, and that's uh, that's basically the only difference. No, is they added a figure. Yeah, they they found a way to charge more for yeah. <laughs> for a figure and a and a. Uh, play thing that they had already sold before right. uh so there's not really much to say about that oh, cool. one um there you go. Uh, go listen to the last episode yeah <laughs> uh the so the next one we got is the polar battle bear which this is the one i was talking about i had this so i had to, had to have snow job so he could drive it yeah. uh and it's basically a uh, uh a snowmobile mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, that one figure can ride on or drive, and then you got two or three others that can like ride on the sides or something. Uh, but the thing I remember the most about this mm-hmm. one is it had a little tab on the side, and if you like, you slid it back and forth or slid something, anyway, it would cause the two machine guns in the front to look like they're shooting. You know, go back up and down da- or back and forth like they're oh, really? shooting. No. Mm-hmm. Would it do like one one out and one in, or were they? Yeah, just I think so. Like a like a back and forth, in and out type of thing. Yeah, it was either That's back cool. and forth or it went side to side. I don't I don't remember exactly how the mechanism worked. I just knew something. Mm-hmm. It caused something to move. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't have that. This this is one of those vehicles. I think it's another like iconic. 
vehicle I think like every friend of mine had, but I didn't right. have. No, this one, this one was really cool. Oh, and another one with really. Yeah, I like how they have Gung Ho yeah. on the on the box <laughs> art in the snow, but with his right. vest. <laughs> and Snow Job's driving, and he's there, all bundled up. <laughs> it just shows you how tough Gung Ho is. Not bundled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm a Marine. <laughs> it's like, we don't need fur coats. Uh, all right, so next up we have the Snake uh, Battle Armor. Uh, my cousins yeah. had this one. I didn't have it. The Rubik's Cube yeah. of G.I. Joe. Right. Uh, I had this thing. And I could, I could, I could never get it to fit tight enough where it wouldn't just pop right. open. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yeah, so it's basically like what a robot, not a robot suit, but just like a suit of armor for Cobra Troopers that had uh, different weapons. Like a essentially, it's like what the bat uh, became. Right. <laughs> I guess like Cobra Commander's just like, oh, I just need to, make, I just need to make robots instead yeah. of shoving a soldier inside a suit of armor. But it had like removable. Some of these weapons, I don't even know what they were. It was like a machine gun, a claw, uh, a fist, or a something, or a flamethrower, I guess. Missile. Yeah. Well, one of the things I always thought was cool about this, though, was that they had this little piece that you could put the armor together without a figure in it. Mm -hmm. and that, was oh, yeah, yeah. that was kind of a clever addition, too. So if you didn't have a figure you could still play with this you know mm -hmm. yeah because yeah i would need a something in there to hold the legs together yeah <laughs> uh, which i always thought was weird uh, like the figure goes in there like his arms don't control like don't go into the arms the arms are a separate thing so he's just in there <laughs> with his arms to the side yeah that just looks like a Kind of like a fireproof, like diver suit or something like that. But I always thought, you know, I liked it. I always thought it was cool. But yeah, like I said, I could never keep it, keep the main the main part closed, so it would always pop open, and then the arms would fall off, and the figure would fall out. And I'm sure I lost right. stuff as I had it. But what do we got? Uh, have any other memories of this thing? You said your yeah, cousins, had, cousins it? had it. So I, I remember playing with it, but that's about it. I remember, <laughs> but I think it was much later waves that they yeah. did like a blue, a dark blue one and stuff. But, uh, oh yeah. Next. Yeah. And I had this one, the, the GI Joe premier aircraft. Me too. <laughs> This yeah. one, man. This is another one. Like when you, when you unwrap that box, yeah. Like it was just like, oh my gosh, that's another one with like really awesome artwork. Oh man, which is like, man, why did we throw boxes yeah. away? <laughs> Dude, it's so cool. And this was one of those ones where, like, the front of the box was a color paper paste on, and then the rest of the box was just like a white cardboard mm -hmm. with printed stuff on it which was how they used to do their bigger vehicles, mm -hmm. which was, yeah. I always thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. 
but man, this this had the. the mech- hmm, I guess I never. Yeah, and then right before right before Top Gun comes out, so of course you're you're already ready to go when you have this yeah. thing. And uh, uh, it's awesome. I like the. Uh, uh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, I'm just in awe at the photos that they have here. The the you got the pilot Ace who had this little like space helmet kind of thing on him uh, that clipped on and just i it was a weird pilot's outfit for me i mean i don't know if that's something that they actually yeah he looked like he, something they actually wore or not yeah he looked like he was gone yeah i mean that looks like a like a upper upper atmosphere test yeah. pilot outfit so but uh and then the sky striker itself was cool because you had the little the little switch on it that would extend the wings out or close them back and then uh, it had the parachutes, so you could uh, perform that scene from uh, Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, we're like Goose doesn't yeah. make it. <laughs> you hit the canopy. <clears throat> I don't remember did the canopy. The can was the canopy completely removable, or did it have a hinge? I think it had a hinge. I, re- I remember it having sure. a hinge, but I think most of the time it just pulled it off yeah, anyway because think- it wasn't like a really great hinge. And it wouldn't yeah. stay up. Yeah, because I think, yeah. Like, you almost had to, like, bend it way back for it to not just fall down. Yeah. yeah I think this is definitely, like, the... like Out of all the vehicles I've said were iconic, this is probably, like, the number one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I don't think you can get more iconic than this for G.I. Joe, except for maybe the vamp. But... This to me still stands yeah. out above that. Yeah. And I like how they give it like a classification number too, not just that it's the uh, Sky Striker, it's the XP14F. Like it's like, ooh, that sounds yeah. official. <laughs> and of course, it has like a, a mountain of stickers, the mountain oh, of decals that I'm sure I had my dad put on there because I'm just like, I can't do it, Dad. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, this was this was a hard vehicle to take. Uh, you know, when you're the on the weekends when, like, you know, when I'm at my mom's house and I go to my dad's house, it's like this is too much to pack. So it has to it has to stay with dad. Yeah, because that, that's where, that's where most of the GI Joes. <laughs> oh man. I love that box. I don't know if I ever successfully got those parachutes to work. Mm, no, I don't think I did either. Or because <laughs> they're attached to the seats, yeah, right? Like you, you would pop the seats pop out, the seats out, and like do that. That was, that was... <laughs> well, scratch it. Not only was I not sure if I had them, if I ever used them successfully, I don't know that if I ever packed them back into the back of the seat successfully either. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, once, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I probably just untied them. Yeah, I probably just got scissors and cut the string off. Enough of that. Uh, yeah, uh, that's another. I love it. Wish I still had it. Yep. Uh, yeah, everything left like 
Uh, I didn't have, but I, I have a feeling you had at least one of the things that were yeah, left. Uh, I had the twin battle gun, which is the next thing we're going to talk about, or the world. Oh, did you? Yeah. Ah. This one was cool because, man, I, I, I had all the ones that you could tow with a vehicle. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a big, <laughs> two big minigun, uh, you know, cannon or uh, machine gun platform and that's that's mm-hmm. all it was there wasn't much to it it's you know it's uh it was a neat little deal you could it had it did have a little little wheels on it where the barrels would spin um and then it had little access panels where you could mm-hmm. you know access the bullets or whatever so it was kind of a neat it was a neat little gun mm-hmm. it had a uh the the controls was like a two-handed like arcade kind of style deal and it had a little targeting platform or targeting computer on it or something and it was Mm, was pretty mm -hmm. neat Uh, and then we've got I I never had it I like how the wheels fold down yeah it was to steady it and sit down and put it back to the future 2 style yeah you would flip the wheels back up to roll it around uh, no. <laughs> and then we have the next is the Viper, which is the Cobra's version of the glider, which is not one I had. Yeah, I didn't have any of the the glider thing. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't have that and one. And it just it came with the the Viper pilot, so one of the ones that had a figure with it. And I guess the Viper pilot that was the first time they had a Viper pilot. So I wonder. I guess the difference between him is he had a silver <laughs> cobra symbol on his chest as opposed to a red one. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. V. Or no weapon either. So. Yeah. Which, which I guess would get lost if you flew him with with his weapon. Right. So really, like, what the heck did that thing do anyway? Like, just reconnaissance or something? Uh, oh well. <laughs> And let's see. Uh, What's the last? I have a feeling. I have a feeling you had this vehicle. I, it's one I always wanted, but my cousins had it, so I didn't have this one. I. It, but it was one that was always. Yeah, I thought you had because I thought. Uh, I don't know why I thought I thought you had it. No, um, I think I've I acquired it later on, but I never had it as a kid. Um, because hmm. I never had well, that one came with a, a female pilot yep, this was yeah this was old cover girl the, the Wolverine missile tank uh, and uh, this was cool man it had these cool little missiles I always liked it like it was one of my favorite looking G.I. Joe vehicles but it's it unfortunately is, is not one that I actually owned originally so uh but man, it was a fun vehicle. I loved playing with it at my cousin's house. It was one of my favorite ones to play with. Yeah. You know, banks of missiles you pull out and fire off and yeah. everything. And but yeah, it, uh, yeah. Did the missiles actually shoot out, or nah, were, they, were just, they just removable? They were just removable. You just pulled them out. They were kind of a hard, thick, rubbery mm-hmm. plastic. Um, and, uh, yeah. And the the other interesting thing, it had this 
this rope on the side, yeah. this tow rope thing that you could take off and and use it to you know hook on because I think it had like little tow hooks on it on either the back or the front or something, and that was, oh, that was yeah. always an interesting little detail. Yeah, that uh, that's a cool detail. Did it have actual tank treads like the G.I. Joe tank or is that did it just have wheels underneath it? I can't tell from the it looks like it has wheels from the photo. Yeah. And maybe that's just I, molded yeah, tank treads. I, I, it, it, it definitely wasn't tank treads. It, it, they were molded plastic, but it had it yeah, it did have wheels, so it would it would move. Mm-hmm. Uh or would roll around and everything, but uh, and I'm pretty sure they used yeah. the body of this thing for the vehicle later on, the bridge layer, because it's it's very similar construction, mm-hmm. uh, which is another one I always wanted. Yeah, looks very similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool. Yeah, it looks fast too. Yeah. At least from the box art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's another one with really awesome blueprints. Oh man! Yeah, I think I'd like to find some of the original blueprints and just get them framed. Get them framed, yeah. I saw this article on what's that? Whatever that site is, Toy Newsy or whatever. Uh huh. That just posted GI Joe classified uh, Major Blood Flint and Lady J in a future line coming up. Oh wow! Yeah, they don't have any pictures posted. It looks like it's off. They're getting it from some Australian website uh, off of their like inventory or something like that. Right. Interesting. Wow. So that, that would be cool. Lady J. And, Flint. And Major Blood. Yeah. Oh yeah, and a uh, yeah, and a uh, and a gear pack, uh, an urban gear pack. Oh, interesting. I didn't think they were going to do stuff like that. Yeah. If if it's true at all, but uh, that's just something I I just saw pop up. That would be cool. I'd like a major blood and a lady J, and a flint and a gear pack. That'll probably be at Target, and I'll never yep. find them. More than likely. <laughs> <laughs> or some store that we don't that I've never heard of. It's like, oh, we, do we even have a store like that around here? Do we still have Piggly Wiggly? It's a Piggly Wiggly exclusive GI Joe. I have to go all the way to Arkansas. It, hey, it uh, so what was left on this? Pig, we then it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. For the Piggly Wiggly exclusive road pig. <laughs> I can't wait to see ones like uh, uh, so, uh, Buzzer and Ripper and Torch as as uh Mm-hmm. Have you seen the the custom uh, monkey wrench that somebody made? Mm, I don't know. I, I know I saw the huge, someone took a bunch of it. Must be a wrestler figure or something. Oh, really? He is like big. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I saw someone made like a lot of the dreadnoughts out of like NECA oh, yeah. figures. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. Uh, did you want to cover the battle gear and the collector's display case? Uh, we can talk about the battle gear. The 
display case is pretty much what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't I have. This was the first year. I know I had Battle Gear, so. Yeah. Which I know I had. I know I had a Battle Gear. I don't know if it was this right. version of it. But I liked it. I mean, it's a good way to get weapons and stuff and backpacks that I'm sure I lost. Yeah. (laughs) Or for those vehicle drivers who didn't come with them. uh, Yeah, exactly. And I know, and I didn't have the display case anyway. I don't know why. Uh, That's another thing. I I was just like, oh, all my friends have that. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. oh it looks like it has a thing for the file cards on there too. That's cool. Yeah. So on the battle mm-hmm. area came with the visors. Oh, and there. This was the thing that they did is they usually did the 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 weapons and everything in a different shade or different color and stuff. And, the, and these helmets were all in like a dark brown yeah. color. Yeah. And the weapons are all like a light gray, yeah. almost like a primer. <laughs> And then this this is where you first got the battle stands before they started coming with the figures. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, with the figures. Yeah, oh, I forgot. I forgot there was a time when the figures didn't come with yeah. the stands. That's pretty cool. Well, cool. Does that wrap up that our wave two wave of GI Joes? Or is there anything else? Um, yeah. Yeah, so for for me, not a lot of figures, but quite a few vehicles. Some of them came with figures. Man, I really thought I had more than that in Wave 2. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in Wave 3. Everybody get on the edge of your seat when you find out what what figures I had from that run. (laughs) Let's see. All right. Maybe we want to move on to our Fanboy 5, see if we can knock that out. (laughs) I think we'll probably, I think we had a lot more to say about G.I. Joe's. What's that? Oh, yeah. I forgot we do two, I forgot we do two things per episode. I forgot about that. Uh, I'll have to let you take the lead on this because I didn't, I didn't know I didn't have too many of these. Um, <laughs> All right, so we're on the same that Unicron. Yeah, holy cow! Site. So you're... man, they put so much stuff out in a year for these transport. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't even know which. Okay, so I was we'll go in order of what Unicron.com has for Wave Two of uh, Transformers, which would be uh, 1985, and. Uh, I'll skip the Happy Meal toys because I didn't have any of those. I don't even think I ate a Happy Meal until like 87, which at that point I was probably too old anyway. Uh, so for the mini car, we'll start with the mini car assortment. The first one they have is a Beachcomber, uh, which I didn't have, but it was in one of those really cool, almost GoBot style transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked him on the cartoon, but just a figure I never had. Yeah, I did. But yeah, he was always like a cool character on the cartoons. 
Not one you no, had either. I didn't have him. In fact, I think out of these. Yeah. Well, you know what? My cousin probably had the ones that I didn't have. I, I had, I had this <laughs> small list right here. I had three of them, so which is odd for me. Oh, we're gonna get your cousin <laughs> on the show. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I only had three out of this list. Cosmos, I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have that one. Uh, which I eventually got in like, in like you know waves that they came out with like a few years ago, where like right. a more detailed. Cosmos, but yeah, he's another one where I liked him on the cartoon, but just not a figure I had. Uh, but yeah, it was a cool like UFO, which is weird. It's like okay, so they crash land on Earth, take the form of Earth vehicles. <laughs> yeah, but this guy takes the form of a UFO, or he was a UFO the entire time. He just never changed forms. <laughs> they never said. Uh, next up, we've got Power Glide, which I had, which I, I really liked, except I broke one of his arms off. Not, uh, but he had really cool articulation because he had like the full swivel arm. Yeah, yeah. I liked him. Plus, I mean, he was a warthog, a warthog airplane, which I like those planes. Absolutely. It's weird that they would make, uh, like a giant killing machine airplane, make him one of the mini bots. But yeah, I was a fan of his. I liked him on the cartoon. I liked his whoever did the voice of him on the cartoon. I thought it was cool, but I, I liked his transformation because the wings kind of had the hinge on it, so you could give him like better shoulder movement, and uh, he had really good arm movement. Not so good leg movement because it was just the tail of the of the plane. Yeah. Uh, not much on on that, but you had him I also. How do you? How does he rank? <laughs> I mean, uh, so rank pretty high for me <laughs> too. <laughs> Yeah, not out of all of these, he probably has like the least color scheme of. <laughs> he's just red and right. some gray. He looked like an un. I don't. I don't remember. He may have had like some black on the windows of the windshield or whatever. But I don't remember. He's another one where I've got a, an updated version of him. Also, ah, the site doesn't work like yojo.com. Does not. Yeah. No. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so next up on the mini bots we've got sea spray who i had and i also liked him yeah, quite this a bit one was really cool i had him as also yeah uh, my sea spray could fly well yeah of course he's a hovercraft right <laughs> yeah he could fly into space but yeah he was another cool i liked his robot mode even though it's really simple i mean this one was pretty close to a gobot <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't. I, I wish I had an updated version of him, but I don't. I know they've done some larger versions. Next up, we've. Yeah, I think they did like a, a a movie version, even though he never appeared in any of the live action movies. But they have like a super detailed yeah. version. And then coming up, we've got. Warpath, who I like, and I want to get, and I have the re-release of him when they started doing like, uh, you know, re-release of the G One toys. I've got one of him. Right. He's one I always, I always liked him too because his, it was pretty functional. Like why his his legs, you know, why he had those standard like GoBot 
no moving legs, but his legs were tank treads. Right. So yeah, I had him the toy wise, that's how he moved around on the cartoon. He had red feet. Yeah. yeah. I like how they incorporated the 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 little opening for the the tank turret as his head. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a cool one. Another one where I like the voice on the cartoon. It's probably all voiced yeah, by the same probably. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I had a few more of these than I thought I did. Because <laughs> this next batch, if you want to, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have a full set of Constructicons? I, I had the full set, yeah. Did you really? Wow. I don't know if I got yeah, them I only originally had... or if I got them when they, you know, put them as like all in one box. Because I remember them doing that with the Aeronauts. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I did have all, I did have all of them. Cool. I I got them later. I ended up getting them all on eBay one at one point. But the only one I had, because uh, I only had one, the only one I had was Hook, which was the the shoulder part. He came with the the right. head of Devastator. He was the little crane truck. So they had the yeah. Uh, that so was they the had a bulldozer, which was Bone Crusher. Hook, which was the bone crane crusher, truck. Yeah. Then they had a dump truck, which was uh, long haul. Uh, the cement mixer, which was mix master. That's funny. Didn't remember that. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, I guess, I guess you call that a backhoe or excavator, uh, which was mm -hmm. scavenger. Yeah, like an excavator. And then what was scrapper? Uh, I don't know. He looks like another like dirt mover or something yeah. like that. Because <laughs> he has that bucket up front. To just like pick up the dirt and move it around. Looks like he has a. Oh yeah. I don't know what you would call that. I mean, I, I, I know it's an actual vehicle. Yeah. I don't know what the. I guess it's a wheeled dozer as opposed to a tracked dozer. I guess. Because the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I had them all. It was cool to build. Uh, yeah, is uh, the only combiner that was five of the like what six figures, and then before they went with the five figure yeah. format. Which I think the 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 six figure format worked out a little better, in in my opinion, because he seemed to be. I remember him being a sturdier. Like once you put everything together, he seemed a little more sturdier than some of the other ones, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think that, but yeah, I guess you're right. I wonder if they've, because I don't, I don't know. I never compared him when I had the my eBay one with any of the other ones at that point, because I probably didn't have him. I wonder if he was taller than the other ones. It might have been. Probably not. These yeah. figures that yeah, I, I do remember they were, yeah, they, were like, like, they were only slightly bigger than the like mini cars assortment. Uh, as far mm -hmm. as when they were in their vehicle form, they weren't very big. No. 
Well, they, they also had like attachments to like, uh, like the, uh, oh, like yeah. for the arm, they actually had like a lower arm, like from the elbow joint to the hand, they had a, that section of the arm. So yeah, he may have been taller. Yeah. Um, so from there, yeah, that's, uh, I don't see that much left on the construction con, Constructicons. I always liked them on the cartoon yeah. whenever they used them. They were the one where they're when they were on Cybertron. They were uh, these vehicles, so they, they were they were Earth vehicles, even though they're they're Cybertronian origin with Omega Supreme. I was like, huh, that's weird. That seems like somebody just doesn't want to write for right. children's cartoons right now. Just like, man, well, the kids aren't going to care. So the next up, I guess we'll yeah, I'll skip no, this South American mini car. <laughs> And we'll go into the uh, Insecticons, which I only had one of those. I had Bombshell, oh, the Beetle. Together we would have had a full set. <laughs> I had really the other, had the other two. two. I Bombshell. <laughs> they, the Insecticons were some <laughs> of my favorites, though. I like like the Constructicons. I always mm-hmm. liked them. They were kind of, I guess they were kind of like the, uh, the uh, Decepticon version of the uh, Dinobots, you know. Because they were kind of dumb too, and mm-hmm. <laughs> at least in the cartoon and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cool, and then there was like, because uh, it wasn't—I can't remember what—it wasn't just three. Like, I mean, there's three right. toys of them, but weren't there like armies of them or something like that? Um, and I don't remember the cartoons that well. The only thing I—the yeah. only thing I really remember was in the movie. That kickback got like its head crushed by Optimus or by Rodimus. Yeah. By Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I remember my bombshell figure because the way his like his head was underneath the uh, that little part that sticks out on uh-huh. the front on the beetle, and it would it would I would always have a problem like it would constantly close, like it would, it would like his head would constantly get covered up by that little hinge. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this thing. It's weird because it had like those. I guess this must have been one of those uh, uh, Takara toys because it has a little cockpit. Right. I think all three of them, all three of them did. So I guess if you had the little Takara Tomy minifigure, you could put them in there outside of an insect. Uh, so, but yeah, I liked them. I liked. I wish I had kickback. Uh, no, not kickback. Wait, which one? Yeah, kickback because he was the grasshopper yeah. or the locust. I would have liked to have had him. Yeah, uh, uh, shrapnel was pretty cool too. He was a, another kind of beetle. Yeah, I could never was never completely sure what type of insect he was. I liked his well, robot I, mode. I think uh, uh, at least on the bombshell and shrapnel uh, are based off. Those big, like, uh, what do they call them? Uh, the, like the rhinoceros beetles and you know things like that that you f- mm-hmm. that they find in Japan. Like they're commonplace on, on the island there yeah. and stuff. And so I think that's why those two look the way they do is because they're based more off those kind of beetles, those big, like atlasy, huge beetles. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So then we have the car assortment, uh, part two, <laughs> oh, and part three. <laughs> and I will say, just looking at all of these, I did not have a single one. <laughs> um, I see. I didn't have any in the second one, and um. Yeah, I didn't have any of those either. Uh, I like. I wish I had smoke screen. I always liked his design. Uh, a lot of these were just kind uh, of even though, I mean, it, from the previous. Some of the previous ones weren't mm -hmm. they? Yeah, because smoke screen is like right. blue streak. Well, not, I don't know because well, Inferno looks yeah. like wheel jack. A little bit. Well, sorry, just the picture. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's actually he actually is a fire truck. Yeah, he's a fire truck. Yeah. So him and Grapple are pretty much the same. In the same wave, they have two vehicles yeah. that are almost the same. The fire truck and the like a hook and ladder thing. Yeah, I wish I had oh. tracks. I had a, a friend who got tracks for his it's birthday. Red alert! That looks like Wheeljack. Yeah. Or is it? I thought red because isn't red alert? Because uh, he's a yeah Lamborghini. Sorry, these pictures are kind of small. Yeah, because there's <laughs> yeah, because there was a whatever the red Lamborghini from red from Wave One is is the same oh, okay. as red alert, which is weird. I was like, oh, why well, they have a Lamborghini as a, <laughs> a first aid vehicle? <laughs> Like a first aid vehicle. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't have any of these. Yeah. yeah, I remember like Red Alert had his own episode on the cartoon where it was all focused on him, where he got damaged and was going crazy, and they had to try to stop him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and what's weird is like this is a really good wave, and I can't believe I didn't have a single one of these vehicles. Like Hoist, he was used pretty regularly on the cartoon. Smoke screen stacks. I don't remember skids too much. He was just like, like a minivan. But yeah, I mean, not. And of course, yeah, those Grapple and Inferno being similar vehicles, but awesome vehicles, like a fire truck with a working ladder, but you know, two another iconic robots that I didn't have. And then we've got the Jump Starters. Two more I didn't have. Oh, two I didn't have. <laughs> but they had that pop-up gimmicks. Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you really? There's a lot more on here than I have that I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I had both of them, um, and yeah, they were kind of cool. You you would roll them back, and then they would take off, and then when they got to a certain point, their legs would flip up, and they would stand up and kind of roll a little further. Um, one had mm -hmm. like uh, uh, twin twist had like little drill bits and uh, top spin. His was just kind of like little battering rams uh, on the front of their vehicle mode, and they were they were almost exactly yeah. the same except for just a little bit of paint color or plastic or the color of the plastic, and then just that. I mean, they were they were very similar. Yeah. That's another way to use the same mold and get two yeah. figures out of it for manufacturers. 
Oh, that's cool. I always like their color scheme and their design, but I, know I never had them. I don't know why. I would think that someone would have got them for me for Christmas. <laughs> and next up, we have the first triple changers. Uh, Astro Train and Blitzwing, which I had Astro Train. But I did not have Blitzwing. I'm pretty sure my cousin had both these. Which I love. Because I do remember playing with them. Had both. <laughs> And I think they actually did a pretty good job of, you know, concealing vehicle oh, modes yeah. where, you know, it wasn't, I don't know, like I think Blitzwing, you could see part of the cockpit of the plane mode, but for the most part, those vehicle modes look pretty separate from each other. Astro Train, I, I loved, he's probably, probably one of my favorite Decepticons, just because I like space shuttles and space and stuff back then. But yeah, really detailed. He had good, uh, uh, a, a lot of die cast on that figure. He was heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back when they were still. And metal I liked his gun. His, his gun was too big. <laughs> yeah, metal on him. Uh, but his gun was was way too big. I'd have to use it for like sound wave and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I think his his train mode. Eh. I mean, you you can tell what they were going for, but I don't know that it necessarily looked quite like a train, especially since it had a space shuttle engine sticking out of the right. back of it. But yeah, I, I like that, that space shuttle mode. One of my favorites. I love that one. But yeah, and I don't know. I may still have him somewhere. But, oh, and then we've got the deluxe. Oh, I can't believe the deluxe Insecticons came out in that same wave. Now those but I, I will say this, have. I did not have a single one of them. <laughs> oh, man, I completely no. forgot about that. But they look guys. cool. I always like the look of them because they were... I remember because they had that... I don't think they were ever in the cartoon, but they were They were a lot more realistic. Yeah. Like more organic looking than the uh, regular Insecticons. Man, I don't remember those at all. No, I think I only ever saw them like in the the insert catalogs. I don't know that I ever saw one in the wild. But yeah, they're really cool looking as far as like their insect modes. Like the beetle has his, like his wings can open up. That's ah, pretty cool. I may have to do some more research on those guys. Right. I may have to try to get my, get my hands on some of these and do a photo shoot for the site. But yeah, I mean, not much to say on. Uh, yeah, any I don't. I don't know much about those. I don't. Remember Transformers that. I didn't have. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or that you didn't know existed. Yeah. So. Yeah. so uh, Raj, next up, uh, we've got the the jets. Yeah, jet assortment. Yeah, ransack venom. Yeah, the jet assortment or the seekers, as they're uh -huh. also known. I know I had, I wanted, okay, so we've got Dirge, Ramjet, and Thrust. And these were cool jets because their their wings are a little bit different than what we had in Wave 1. They're a little bit more stylized, futuristic looking. Thrust has those VTOL fans right. on his. Uh, I had I had Dirge and I had Ramjet. I didn't have Thrust. No, I didn't. And wasn't... Of course, this is going to the cartoon stuff. Wasn't Dirge one of the ones that becomes 
gets transformed when uh, Megatron becomes Galvatron. Uh, I think so. Yeah, because it's one of the Insecticons, one of the Jets, or two of the Jet, or two Insecticons, and one Jet. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but I think you're right. One thing is, they don't show it on the packaging, uh, but on the cartoon, these are the jets that had the yeah. cone heads. And of course, that that's how I would play with them because that's what the cartoon had. I didn't have them with the the cone uh-huh. flipped down. Fun. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I, don't know, I was trying to see if I could pull it up really quick on which. Yeah, I don't even know what to Google to figure out which ones got changed with Megatron. Uh, yeah, but I had yeah, because I had Dirge and Ramjet, which I always had problems with their wings because they were removable, and I would always lose them and the missiles. Uh, but you didn't have any of the any of these. No, three. I didn't have many of the jets. <laughs> I always liked them a lot, but I mean, uh, and I. They're the ones that, like, you know, they, they've been doing those, what do they call them, the Masterworks Transformers or Masterclass ones. And they've done some of the mm-hmm. Jets. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, that, and I would love to own a couple of those. I think they look really cool. Yeah, I saw that they were doing, they were about, it's probably tomorrow or uh, Hasbro Pulse is going to do uh, Hot Rod and Jazz in that wave oh, wow. of the the Masterpiece or Masterclass or whatever. Yeah, yeah so I got to get up early, get on Hasbro Pulse before no they kidding. sell out. <laughs> and they look really cool because they have all kinds of right. accessories. Uh, let's see. So we've got the deluxe vehicles, which we have Roadbuster and Whirl. I didn't have either one of those, but I really like these two. Whirl. Did you really? Oh, so he was the yeah. Apache helicopter. And the thing I remember the most about him is like his head. Um, he just had like a single red eye. Like he didn't have like a face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He didn't have a face. Oh, so he's kind of a more traditional like sci-fi yeah. robot. And he, the way he transformed was really cool. That's cool. And then I think, if I remember correctly, his feet were like the skids of the, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he looks almost like a... This is one of the ones I think was... Yeah, uh, his robot mode is really... This is another one that was, like you said, the Takara, because he had a cockpit that opened up. But I also want to say that his, he was very similar to um, a... uh, uh oh what was that the show uh um robotech thing like i feel like yeah yeah you're right was copied from a robotech yeah probably because there is there is a figure on here that was a direct (laughs) repackaged robotech (laughs) toy oh wow Oh yeah. Uh, let's. <laughs> Man, I really did have a lot more of these than I thought. 
I was like, oh, Freddy's just going to be talking about himself on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I didn't have as many as I thought on this wave. Yeah, and Road, Roadbuster's cool because he's kind of like a futuristic Jeep slash tank, but I didn't have yeah. him either. I think I have like the revamped version of him, like from one of those more detailed waves from uh-huh. a few years ago. But yeah, he's really cool. Uh, I like the look of him; as very militaristic. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have. And now we've got one of the popular groups in all of Transformers is the yep. Dinobots. Of which I only have, we got Grimlock, Slag, Sludge, or was okay, so Grimlock is a, a Tyrannosaurus, Slag is a Triceratops, Sludge is a Brontosaurus, Snarl is a Dinosaur, was that one? Stegosaurus, there you go. And then Swoop was a Pterodactyl, and I only had Sludge with his skunk, his skunk head. Uh, I had, uh, we had uh, Grimlock, Slag, and Snarl. I didn't have Swoop or Sledge. Yeah, I always wanted yeah. Swoop. Uh, just because I like Pterodactyl. I don't know why I never had Grimlock, but of course I had friends that had, had Grimlock and probably all the rest of them. But yeah, I only had Sledge, like the most like boring of the dinosaurs out of that assortment. Like like even in dinosaur mode, he couldn't yeah. fight. <laughs> He's just a slow moving. But yeah, but they were really cool. Just they're just robot dinosaurs, robots, transformers, and dinosaurs. Like three things yeah. all kids love. <sighs> like those are, those are the true triple changers. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything? Any memories of those guys before I, we? I just I. Their color schemes was always something that stood out. The silver, red, and gold, you know, was just always something that that mm-hmm. popped on those to me and really made them like very appealing. Yeah. yeah, and their heads their heads were in that like transparent plastic where yeah. you could see like the mechanics of their heads on there. I thought that was a cool touch. But yeah, it's surprising that they didn't become a combiner until yeah. later on. <laughs> until like a pretty recent line. Uh, this is weird. They have that some of these are labeled as miscellaneous okay. figures, which it does have the, the Devastator yeah, gift pack that we were talking about. So, okay, so out of, out of all and these have, ones of the miscellaneous, <laughs> there's only one I didn't have. That you yeah. didn't have? Wow. I only I had I had two. <laughs> uh, I had Blaster. Of course it, we talked about the Devastator gift set. I had Jetfire. I had Perceptor mm-hmm. and I had Shockwave. Huh. Oh wow. That's cool. I only had I had Omega Supreme and I had Shockwave out of that line. Of course Shockwave, because I never had Megatron, so Shockwave was Yep. My leader, because the gun the gun oh, has yeah. to be the leader. Yeah, and Shockwave was cool because he had the oh, you yeah. know he had light up, he had lights and sounds. We used him and, for going out and fighting 
battles out in the fields and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, he was actually a cool, uh, you know, transform mode, his gun mode, except because of the most of the barrel was his arms and it has yeah, that yeah. joint. Like my mine would always, mine would, yeah, it had that hinge, mine would always flip down. Like I could never keep the barrel straight. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and then uh, Jetfire was one of the few jets I had. And man, he was, that was pretty cool. That one was particularly cool just because of the, and then uh, because of the Robotech stuff. You know, it's like you said, direct uh, repackage, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I forgot, I had seen something, I don't know if you follow Toy Galaxy on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great channel. I recommend everybody uh, sign up for that, that channel. Uh, but they do really cool, like mini, uh, like documentaries and episodes of stuff. And they actually talk about the Robotech Transformer thing, like, like how, uh, you know, how, you know, Jetfire gets to become a Transformer when he's a direct a ripoff or he's a I mean, he's not a ripoff he's that that package robotech toy in japan is jet fire in america right. <laughs> yeah so there's the i wish i remember the name of the, the title of that video but yeah i, I would look it up on toygalaxy.com and you'll get a little comprehensive history of how that how that happened and of course i had like omega supreme who was awesome he was a a vehicle and a playset. Right. And a motorized tank. I mean, it's pretty cool. Like his, he had removable parts. Those removable parts turned into a vehicle. It turned into a rocket. <laughs> and he's another thing. Kids like kids like toy trains. You got a toy train or a toy tank on a train track. Yeah, uh, I I didn't have him. I didn't know anybody who did have him. Um, so I never really got. Experience well, now you do. <laughs> Uh, that blaster, I had him because I never had um, uh, Soundwave. I got the, I Soundwave. got, I got him. Yeah. But unfortunately, I never got any of the tapes because <laughs> he didn't come with one. Yeah. Uh, he didn't come uh, with any, did he? And I don't think they, they didn't make any tapes until like what eighty yeah, six like <laughs> for uh, him. But it was cool because he had a little injector like, thing, and he was just he was he was another one where his color scheme was really appealing. Uh, and I think he was like mm -hmm. yeah, bigger just, than Soundwave too, like. I think uh, so, yeah. And then Perceptor Man was just cool because he was a microscope, and I'd just really mm -hmm. enjoyed that, and he transformed really neat. And, man, but the, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. was he a working microscope? Uh, did he have any magnification I think capability? He did, but I mean, it was it was pretty limited. But I, I think cause his the microscope part mm -hmm. was like his his shoulder mounted gun, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I think there was, there was just That's a little. Cool. Bit I, of, he was a character. You could look through it. I don't know if it actually magnified anything, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a character I always liked on the cartoon, but I never had the the toy. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool. He has a pretty decent robot mode. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then that's pretty much because what we have left. I think we talked about on the last episode the Omnibots and the mm -hmm. Power Dashers, which were mail-aways. That there was some confusion on if they came out in the first wave or the right. second wave. Uh, which I'll just say they came out in the second wave. But if you want to hear about those listeners, you go back to the last episode. And you can hear which ones we had out of those. Let's see. Right. Do we have anything else on Transformers Wave 2 memories? No, that pretty much wraps that one up. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize how many of those I had. Yeah. Man, I didn't realize how many I didn't have. I was like, man, I thought I had a, I thought I was a Transformers kid. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure. Even though I said it in the last episode, I'm sure the next wave is going to be where I shine. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So stay, stay tuned for that. Now, this website actually has pretty comprehensive photos, also. So I may have to come back to yeah, this. It's, I I like this one, even though it's a little difficult to just a little bit difficult to navigate uh it's mm -hmm. it's it's pretty good i like it better than the other one mm -hmm. i have used before the is it transformer land or something like that no yeah. well like a, at least at least this one has photos next right. to the names where it's like you don't have to uh it makes it a lot i wish the photos were a little bit bigger but oh well we managed. So. Uh, do we have do we have uh, time for our uh, fanboy five? We got anything else we want to cover? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, we got that. Uh, no, I, I think that's it. We talked about some stuff in the beginning, you know, with the new G.I. Joe stuff and stuff that's come out. Mm -hmm. You know, I haven't really, hadn't been a, a whole lot of new toy news. I mean, well, I mean, I guess yeah. there was a bunch of stuff for the Hasbro con they did. Um, yeah. And everything, but that's all. We're kind of, it's kind of old news now. <laughs> Yeah, but especially it'll take me uh, a week or so to edit this and get it out. So, but oh well, every episode becomes an old episode right. at some point, anyway. So, yeah. So let's move on to the fanboy well, five. We want to uh, All right. something a little different. So for go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, it was uh, an idea you came up with because we, we have such a hard, like, for a, a segment that's a lot of fun, we always have a hard time trying to figure out what to do. So you came up with an idea of uh, going with uh, obscure 80s movies. Yeah. Or our favorite Something obscure 80s movies. Something that we maybe underrated uh, that, you know, you go back to now and you're like, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's yeah, a lot, underrated, that's yeah, a lot that's better right. now than I thought it was back then, you know? Or... Yeah, which with, with my list, it's I think I think a lot of the movies on my list are like within our pop culture circle. People will be like, well, of course, like that's not like underrated. That's popular. But it's like, yeah, but not overall, like within our circle, it's a popular movie. So a lot of the movies I have on here may be like, what? Those aren't underrated at all. Yeah. Oh, 
So do we want to? Do you have an yeah, honorable yeah, mention, or do you have honorable a... mentions? And again, I'm I'm kind of the mind. I don't know how many of these are actually even within our purview or our. You know, yeah, oh, really? I, I think some of these are. I think some people about half of them hold heard of them, um, and half of them haven't. But uh, so I got I got two honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is just a personal favorite, and it's it's just it's just funny. I like watching it. It's hilarious, and it's Ice Pirates. Oh wow! <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, it's been so long ago. Because in that, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Spencer for hire. Is it Terry? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I meant like the director. Oh, Isn't it the same Gilliam? director that did the? Uh... It might be. Yeah, I think I'm thinking. Of, I think I'm thinking of oh, Time yeah. Pirates. <laughs> Time Bandits. Because I almost put. I Time almost Bandits put that okay. on this list. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been so long so I've seen pirates. that. Oh, well, that's got a yeah awesome cast. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It's it's really worth a watch if you can get a chance to watch it. It's it's definitely cheesy eighty sci fi, but there's just some really funny moments that kind of remind me of of movies that are put out now. You know, especially things with like Adam Sandler or, or stuff like that. It's just one of those goofy mm-hmm. comedies. You know, um, uh, the the one scene that cracks me up the most is the space herpes one. And uh, it just, it's, <laughs> it's a funny movie. It really is. And it's, it's yeah. one of, I think is underrated, but didn't quite make it to my list. Um, and then the, the other one mm-hmm. without going too much more in is uh, uh, Disney's black hole, which I think this one, falls into a category of people have just forgotten about it. It's it's mm-hmm. not real exciting, but I think the way it was made at the time, it's visually appealing and it's it's got this mm-hmm. definitely ominous thing to it and it kind of falls into that like if if it went a little darker it could be alien, you know? And I mean it's kind of yeah. dark anyway. <laughs> But it's mm-hmm. it's really good, and I think it's one other people should revisit. So that's my honor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's even uh, the uh, the other podcast that I do with Noel, my friend Noel, Mexi Bar Movie Show. We did a whole episode oh, really? on the black hole. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. See if that domain still works, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Go to mixybarmoviemovieshow dot com and. Uh, see if that podcast still exists. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what do you what do you have for your number, uh, number five? five? Uh, is uh, Condor Man? You remember this one? Hmm. I, I that wow, your yours are very <laughs> obscure and underrated. I used to love watching this. Is that one. the one where? It, um. <sighs> I don't remember the actors in it and i couldn't find it to rewatch it anywhere without spending money wow Um, but it was just a neat superhero film that i think has flown under the radar and i think now is a is a perfect time to to find it and revisit it i mean it's definitely dated 
as with any of these, but mm-hmm. it was really mm-hmm. good at the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I never to saw me, it, but I do remember that image of him and the, the, the glider wings is the only really thing I know of this movie. Oh, wow. He had an awesome car. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I may have to check that out. It's, it's definitely worth the watch. I mean, it's. And I mean, it's it's early 80s because it's 81, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I had the music composed by Henry Mancini. Yeah. That's a pretty big uh, coup for... Wow, that's awesome. I have to look into this movie. Yeah, all I remember about this is... Man, I thought that movie was like from the 70s and overseas. <laughs> it looks like... No, no. Like, it just, it just, wow, it just this is crazy. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, just barely made it. Well, cool. Well, uh, I'll go with my my number five. Uh, I went with uh, Godzilla, nineteen eighty five. Okay. Uh, yeah, which I yeah, like I said, like my, I don't think my list is obscure as, as yours, but, uh, but I, I really like Godzilla, nineteen eighty five. I love this movie so much that on on my computer. Uh, my main Mac computer, I have three files uh, on the screen because I like to keep everything clean. So I have uh, the folder for that says for Mac, which which has all my files in it. The other file is for my unemployment when I was on furlough earlier during the pandemic. And the only other file on the screen is Godzilla 1985, <laughs> the, the movie on MP4. Uh, yeah, but I love it. I mean, it's a, a direct sequel to the original uh, Godzilla, uh, it's it's a American version of the Japanese sequel, which is Godzilla 1984, and of course the American version has uh, Raymond Burr in it, where they you know just film new footage with right. Raymond Burr as the American point of view in the movie, um, you know, and it has like where the Japanese had been preparing for Godzilla to come back. So they have like a flying like spaceship tank that they use to try to defeat him. Uh, I remember like there was a lot of marketing for, even though it didn't do too well, it's not like most fans of Godzilla movies don't like this movie. They like the Japanese version of it, but not the 1985 version of it. Uh, but you know, there was a, there was an ad campaign with Dr. Pepper. Uh, and, uh, I remember at the beginning of the movie, cause I saw it in theaters, it had that, that old cartoon of Godzilla versus Bambi played in the <laughs> beginning of it, which have you, did you ever see, have you ever seen that cartoon? So. Oh my God. You had to look it up. It, I think the cartoon itself is actually, was made in like the sixties or the seventies, but it's just basically like Bambi, you know, he's just in the woods eating grass and it stays on him for a long time. He's just eating grass, eating grass, and has like this cute music. And all of a sudden, like Godzilla's foot just crushes him. And then that's it. That's the end of the cartoon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's I love Godzilla movies. I love monster movies. I loved watching like, you know, when they would show old monster movies on, you know, right. Saturdays on cable and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, 
1985. Plus, it's a movie I saw with my dad, so that's always always going to hold a special yeah. place in my heart. But yeah, Godzilla 1985 is my nice. number five. All right. That's a good one. I'll have to revisit that one. Um, so my next one <laughs> is probably the only one on here that I wouldn't necessarily consider like a sci-fi kind of movie, but it's it's another one that I think mm-hmm. was ahead of its time comedy-wise, and I think we're in an era where this movie would reach a broader audience, and it's Strange Brew. Mm. Seen oh, this yeah, that's a good one. So I, I love this film. Yeah, This it, is a film that me and Tierra, is, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of our Christmas movie. Like, we get up early on Christmas uh, morning, and usually we watch this one just because it's something we mm-hmm. do, you know? Uh, and it's, uh, it's Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. which I mean, how can you go wrong with Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas and they're the Canadian brothers, the Bob and Doug mm-hmm. that they did on their, their, uh, their sketch comedy show, which I'm going to blank on the name of it. Um, but they were kind of like Wayne and Garth before Wayne and Garth, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just funny. Yeah. I mean, the scene that comes to mind is... Uh, it has all that Canadian slang. Yeah. The scene that comes to mind is when they're in the in the uh, uh, courtroom and uh, he's having a nosebleed and the bailiff gives him a couple of bullets to, to stop his nosebleed. And he sneezes, and the bullet goes up. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, <laughs> but it's it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's worth a ride. It's also got um, Max von Sydow as the bad guy in it, which uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it's yeah, it's it's funny. It's it's right up there, and I. Uh, I, I think it's something that yeah. people should revisit and, you know, check out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, it has a really, of course, like Max Van Zyde, I was probably 80 years old at that time. Also, look, like, like he's been an old man. What's the, uh, what's that one song that's on the, that's in that movie by a uh, rush, uh, Oh god, it's like a, it's a, I don't even know. It's Rush. It's probably just Getty Lee, but yeah, because I hear it on '80s on Eight, oh, uh, yeah, quite a bit. Where it's just a bunch of, it's just uh, the brothers doing quotes. Oh man, what is the name of that song? Oh well, I'll post a link to it on the website. Oh, take, is it yeah. Take Off? Yeah, Take Off. <laughs> and then like, what's the? The start of the show is do, do, yeah. do, 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 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, that's a good one. Is that streaming anywhere? Because uh, I may have to I have, revisit that. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll search for it. I'll take a look for it. Well, that's good. That's a good one. So that was that's your, what was it, number four? Yeah. Yeah, my number four is probably more popular than I'm giving it credit for, but I think it's underrated for a certain, certain aspect of it. I went with blood sport. Uh, Cause I think people yeah. like to hate it. 
uh, and but to me, it's kind of like it is kind of iconic as an '80s as an '80s movie. It has it's very quotable to me. Uh, where it's you know Van Damme is fighting in the Kumite, uh, which is an underground uh, fighting championship. But I think even though there's been other movies, martial arts movies about uh, secret, uh, you know, underground fighting competitions as far back as like Bruce Lee. Uh, it probably even further than that, but I think this one, I think I honestly feel like Mortal Kombat takes a lot of inspiration from Bloodsport, yeah. with like the a lot of the the different fighting characters because it, it's not like you know because they have like you know the the skinny black guy that like jumps around like a spider monkey and then like Van Dam has his own thing and then Bolo Young is the big muscular you know Asian guy and they all have like their own special moves and stuff like that. Uh, supposedly based on a true document from the real Frank yeah. Dukes uh, that Van Damme played, uh, which is kind of up in the air where people think he's lying. Right. <laughs> about all that. And then they went on to work on, uh, what was that movie? The quest in the nineties, which was basically straight up yeah. mortal Kombat, uh, but it was set in like the twenties or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I think mortal Kombat or yeah. mortal Kombat, uh blood sport, it is underrated for what I think it did for like fighting games in the future. But, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on uh, that. but like I, I said, it has a real. It's, it's another one people <laughs> should revisit because I honestly, it's one of my favorite Van Damme movies. Um, I, I, oh yeah, you know, and it's it was it was the movie that I was kind of introduced to Van Damme in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's where he did the splits on the chair, and then he did the splits right. on the balcony. And it has Ogre from uh, uh, Revenge right. of the Nerds where he's like, gee, Franks. He's like, gee, Frank. He's just like, don't you want to have kids someday or something like that? They have uh, like that Asian guy that he is just like, uh, okay, USA. And uh, Bolo Young, I love that line where he's he's like, you lose, American asshole. <laughs> stuff like, like there's so many funny, like just lines that I constantly quote on that. But yeah, 1988's Bloodsport is my number four <laughs> all right so my number three um this one's again kind of a weird one but again i think it's something that should just kind of be revisited um it's uh 1986 solar babies you remember this one? Oh wow <laughs> yes i do so this is a post-apocalyptic film uh and it's about some kids who find this uh, legendary orb and they are taking it to help bring water back to the earth basically uh, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of rollerblading and roller skating in it and stunts and things and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's, you know we got Jamie Gertz in it, Jason Patrick uh, Lucas Haas um a lot of these guys that you, you know you would recognize, but they were much younger, <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's just kind of a mm-hmm. fun post-apocalyptic movie, and I think it's just one of those ones that needs to kind of be revisited. And and I think it would appeal to a lot of people now. Um, yeah, P- Peter Deloise is in it. Uh, oh my gosh. 
yeah ah, it's got a good old i can't remember was it pre probably pre or post uh well, actually both of them jamie Gertz and jason patrick both in lost boys yeah yeah uh charles Durning is in it as i think he's the main bad guy actually mm-hmm. um yeah and lucas lucas haas who's in who's in a movie i have oh. on my list <laughs> so, uh, yeah, probably that's, that's two years later uh, okay so my number three is that's, that's what's that oh solar babies yeah oh, actually yeah, yeah, i sorry. actually should check it out isn't that uh uh oh never mind i thought that was a different character i thought that was the the guy from revenge of the nerds oh <laughs> the the black guy i thought that was a black guy from revenge of the nerds but it's not yeah, and so far all of these ones that i've mentioned okay, so we Condor, man, you can get on uh rent on prime uh amazon prime oh really oh okay cool i may watch solar babies tonight <laughs> it's been a while since i've seen that one so that was number number, number three yep so my number three is uh it's going to be Explorers. Oh, that's a good one. And I actually watched this movie fairly recently. That's a I love this movie. Good old Joe Dante, who did uh, Gremlins and um, uh, what was it? Gremlins Two, uh, The Howling, Inner Space, Piranha. Uh, but yeah, I love uh, Explorers. I actually watched it recently, but. Uh, I, th- I think it gets swept under the rug by like you know Goonies yeah. and some of those other like more popular '80s movies about a group of kids. But this one about like uh, I mean this one has a it, it has a smaller cast, but it's got some heavy hitters on it because it's got River Phoenix and it's got Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Like just th- those two guys alone. Oh, and Robert Picardo from uh, Voyager is <laughs> the holographic doctor right. who plays three characters in this movie. Yeah. So you know, it, you know, it's really cool. I love like the, and it it's in 1985, so it has that really, like I feel like Stranger Things had to have gotten some inspiration from Explorers just because of the aesthetic of it, like you know, the way the ta- the way the town looks, right. and uh, yeah, you know, they're riding around on bikes and having all these adventures. Who was the third kid in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's uh, Jason. Jason Preston, he isn't. He's only credited like on Google as former child star. Okay. It is, it's it's funny that you say that because he's actually in my Lucas Haas movie that I have on the list. Oh, also. Funny. Okay. Yeah, because I, I for some reason I thought yeah. all three of them had yeah. had gone on and done quite a bit, but I guess that's not the case. Mm-mm. I, yeah, I thought the same thing because I was like, he looks like somebody that did other stuff but when i looked it up like his career pretty much ended like shortly after the the next movie i had on there uh but yeah but you know basically you know kids uh come to your, like and i think this is like river phoenix's first movie like he had done a bunch of tv stuff before that yeah. uh and but he's really good in it ethan hawk is great in it and, you know they you know build a 
they find an equation that lets them create an orb that lets them fly around. They build a spaceship out of a Himalaya uh, carnival ride and go off into space and meet aliens, which it turns out that the aliens they meet were actually right. kids and they had stolen their dad, their dad's quote unquote car, <laughs> his spaceship. And uh, yeah, but it's really good. I mean, it's like a sci-fi yeah, Goonies. Really so I we definitely recommend it. About a, I guess a year or two ago. Yeah, he, he really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. So, yeah, that's what I got on. And then Robert Picardo plays the, the alien and uh-huh. the alien's dad. <laughs> uh, so right, what do you so got next? What's number your two, number two? Uh, this is probably the most high, highest profile film on my list. Uh, at the time, but I, again, I think it it's gotten swept swept under the rug and people forget about it. And this one has an amazing cast, um, and it's Enemy Mind with uh, uh, Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett. Ooh, that is a good one. Uh, mm-hmm. That man, is a good one. This movie is so ahead of its time in just social commentary and and things like that, in my opinion. <laughs> You know, I don't know how often people feel about it, but I mean, mm-hmm. this was one of those movies that really kind of, as a kid, put racism right in my face, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. It's just an amazing movie, and it's it's one of the reasons I like Dennis Quaid so much, and, and then Louis Gossett Jr. as the alien uh, just is an amazing performance. Um, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's just a really incredible movie, and I think anybody, uh, everybody should should watch it at least once. Yeah, it's not like your typical sci-fi movie either. Like it has a message. There's not a lot of action, and of course, the action that is in yeah. it is actually pretty good. But like for the most part, it's just these guys yeah. learning to live together. I mean, it's like the Alien Odd Couple a little bit, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the makeup effect uh, for Lewis Gossett oh, Jr. Man. is awesome. Like he has like a like a beak. It's almost like he has like a another layer of a mouth under yeah. his mouth and stuff like that. Well, and then you know, I remember kind of like uh, uh, Planet of the Apes a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I remember thinking I thought it was like a an offshoot of the Last Starfighter because the alien to me kind of look like the aliens from the last that, Starfighter. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's not bad. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. And I was like, well, is this some kind of sequel to The Last Starfighter? And I was like, why is this movie trying to give me why is it trying to make me learn? <laughs> but yeah, that's uh well, that's my number two, Enemy Mine. It's uh I definitely need to check that one out. That's a yeah, it's a great movie. My number two is going to be, uh, and I actually watched it uh, this morning just to make sure that I wanted to keep it there. Uh, but it's uh, from uh, 1988, The Lady in White, or Lady in oh. White, which was uh, the, you know, ghost story, right. murder mystery, which, it, yeah, this is the movie yeah. with Lucas Haas and Jason Preston from, from Explorers. 
the, the third kid from Explorers. He plays Jason. He plays Lucas Haas's older brother. Uh, he has uh, Catherine Hellman as the uh, uh, the living lady in white, but not the actual true lady in white. Uh, but yeah, this movie I remember as a kid like legitimately scared me. And we, I actually I don't know if you were in my in this class with me at or not, but uh, our uh, middle school art teacher uh, actually showed this movie to the class, and it freaked us all. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. If I, yeah, I mean, it has some. Yeah, I don't know if you if you were in that that class with me or not, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, uh, it takes place. It, movie came out in '88. Uh, story takes place in 1962. Uh, you know about like uh, Lucas Haas's character gets locked in the room, the coat closet at school at night uh, on Halloween night, and while he's in there, he witnesses the murder of a little girl who you know goes through the same thing every night. I guess where you see her get killed, and it's interesting because you only see it from her point of, you only see her right. part of it her ghost because the person who killed her, the person who killed her is alive. Uh, so, you know, you don't see like an apparition of who killed her. You just see her and it's a whole, you know, mystery. And he finds out about the story of the lady in white, uh, who's a ghost of the mother of this little girl who's, you know, haunts the town. <clears throat> and it's uh, really interesting. And it has uh, where it deals with race in uh, the '60s because they accuse the janitor of being the uh, the murderer, uh, and he's you know unfortunately he's he's black, so they that that's automatically right. enough for them to uh, convict try to convict him. But then he gets released because there wasn't enough evidence, and then he gets killed by one of the the parents of the murdered kids that have been dying that have been getting killed for 10 years uh but yeah i mean it has it's not like like what we were talking about earlier when we were before we recorded you know talking about uh gory horror movies versus suspenseful right. horror movies this movie is very no, suspenseful that, that one's real good i remember seeing that uh, the, yeah the effects aren't great even by 1988 standards uh but it it builds up, you know, it has the forest that looks a lot like Tim Burton right. designed it. Uh, yeah, it's really good. And I think I won't spoil anything for it because it is a mystery where you kind of, you can kind of unravel it as the movie's yeah. going. Uh, but yeah, Lady in White uh, for, for Halloween. I thought I'd throw, well, actually, my number one is also a horror movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my number two, Lady in White. All right. Um, so my number one. Um, and I'm just going to preface this with my dad was notorious for going to the video store and picking out the worst movies he possibly <laughs> could find and then coming home and we'd watch them and he'd fall asleep while we're stuck watching the movie. So mm -hmm. this, this is one of those. Um, the, the funny thing about this movie is in 1983, when it was put out, it was rated PG uh which there's no way mm -hmm. it would be rated pg today <laughs> uh, but it's mm -hmm. it's a really interesting movie it's supposed to be a sci-fi movie but it feels more like a, a barbarian flick like uh you know faster or something like that mm -hmm. but it's it's called space hunter mm -hmm. adventures in the forbidden zone hmm that title sounds familiar um, it has uh, Peter Strauss in it, 
and Molly Ringwald and Ernie Hudson. Okay, okay. I never saw this, but I I know of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's something that I think deserves, again, another one that I think deserves a revisit or even a first watch if you've never seen it. It, it's definitely dated in a lot of the stuff, but it's got some unique things in it that are kind of creepy and kind of cool, and it's just kind of a neat little action-adventure movie. But instead of feeling like a sci-fi movie, it does almost feel like a, a, a barbarian post-apocalyptic flick. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a really good performance by Molly Ringwald. Um, Peter Strauss... Uh, it's one of the first things I had seen him in, um, and I, I to the I can't remember what else he's been in right now, but uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know what else to say about it because it's I didn't get a chance to rewatch it to kind of revisit it, um, but it's always been kind of mm-hmm. at the top of my obscure movie list, uh, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Um, It's yeah. I've known. I know of the movie. I've never seen it. I, I give uh, it. Away. I remember the I, just the image of like, yeah, Molly Ringwald is really young in this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, it's one oh, I don't definitely. know if everybody will will like because it is. But I I have a fondness for it, and I think it is kind of an underrated sci-fi film. Um, but I don't know if. It's necessarily mm-hmm. a quality sci-fi film <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's got a lot of things that i don't know if they actually influenced other films but there's just some things in it that make me think of like current and some sci-fi that came after it um mm-hmm. you know so it's uh yeah i mean it looks yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks like it's in a very lived-in universe. Yeah. Like it's not all like a fancy, clean, futuristic. Yeah, well, you said it's like a post-apocalyptic. It, it, it definitely feels like a post-apocalyptic world that that they're in. And I, I, if I remember correctly, it it is. It's not like Earth. It's like a different world because they have this sci-fi element to it, mm-hmm. where people travel to different worlds and everything. But they are kind of stuck on this world, or at least from what I remember of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. yeah like I said, I've always known of it. Uh, I don't even think I've ever seen a trailer for it, but I, I remember seeing that this poster image for it. But I didn't know Ernie Hudson was in it. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, that's pretty cool. Well, cool. I'll need to check that out. Yeah, it's it's a fun one. It's got a long title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one I think that they must have. All right. Well, tried I'll go with my number one. Like a, mm-hmm. Huh? I was just saying it's, it's it's a film that I think they were trying to set up a franchise with, and this is as far as they got. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, like they were wanting a, a trilogy out of that. That's cool. 
Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Oh, Michael Ironside's well, in it too. For my my number one. Yeah, I saw that picture of him and was like, oh cool. And I saw him listed there. Oh, I've got so many tabs open, I'm trying to find it again. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is Michael you. Ironside the bad guy, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, I don't think he, he's not the main <laughs> bad guy, I don't think. I I, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> oh, he's from Canada? How can he play so many bad guys when he's from Canada? <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so for for my number one, since this hopefully this episode will come out before Halloween, uh, I went with one of my favorite '80s horror movies, uh, based on one of my favorite things ever is werewolves. So I went with 1985 Silver Bullet. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, which I love this movie, even though like it fe- it feels because I-, I watched it. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on uh, videotape, and it always feels like a straight to video movie to me, uh-huh. even though it did have a, a theatrical release. But it's it's so good. And plus, I'm a, I'm a I love Stephen King. It's one of the few books I read prior to seeing the movie. Uh, based on uh, Cycle of the Werewolf, which was a, a short story. It wasn't a full, like, thick Stephen King novel. It uh, has awesome... I remember the book had really awesome artwork by... Uh, oh, shoot. What's that comic book artist's name? It died recently. Did a bunch of stuff for, like, Swamp Thing. Uh, uh, that's what I'll let the... Recently, uh, yeah, I've got the artwork pulled up here. Who is the artist? Uh, Bill, oh my gosh, Bernie, Bernie oh, writes. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, he did the artwork, the, the inserts inside the in the novel. Uh, he did the artwork for it, which is fantastic werewolf art. Uh, I'd recommend anybody look that up. It's some great stuff. Um, but yeah, Silver Bullet uh, has a a young Corey Haim before he was uh, hooked up with Corey Feldman later in life. Uh, awesome character, uh, and and it's one of those awesome movies where you know it's being narrated, just like Lady in White. It's narrated by one of the characters as an adult. Uh, you know, telling the story of like, you know, in their small town. I love those type of movies in the eighties where it's like a small town, you know, being terrorized right. by a ghost or a werewolf or a vampire or something like that. Uh, Gary Busey as uncle uh-huh. red, which this is a movie where I started thinking of uh, Gary Busey does not realize he's an actor and every movie he's in, he thinks he's Gary right. Busey. <laughs> Yeah, so like, oh yeah, he's like, oh my god, I'm fighting a werewolf today. Oh wait, tomorrow, oh, I'm fighting a predator <laughs> uh, in this other movie. Uh, yeah, but the yeah, so it's basically, you know, a small town gets terrorized by a, a werewolf once a once a month whenever the moon is full, and it's basically Corey Haim plays a, a you know a paralyzed a kid who gets in the middle of it and is trying to solve you know who the who the killer is who the in 
you know, he finds out it's a werewolf. No one believes him, of course. You know, except Gary Busey, because of course he'll right. believe it. Uh, but yeah, I, I love this movie. I may watch it soon uh, as a, my yearly Halloween movie. Uh, but yeah, the werewolf effect is really good. Uh, the actual werewolf itself, the transformation yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's got a good cast. Corey Haim, Gary Busey, Terry O'Quinn. I love that guy. Uh, plays the sheriff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's pretty popular, I, I would say. I mean, maybe not the most popular of the werewolf movies from the 80s. Like, there's a whole Howling series. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would give it a, a good watch. It's a good nostalgic watch. It's very, even though it's a movie about a werewolf, I would say it's very comforting. <laughs> like it has that 80s, you know, Stranger Things feel right. to it. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my number one underrated movie Halloween edition. <laughs> no, it's, those are all good ones. That was, that was a fun list. 